0: Flipping through the pages, you stumble on the Nen Show podcast. Hello and welcome. I am your host, Kraftsdorf and this is my co-host Mathwiz. Yep, that's me. Back again with more One Piece. Getting into the Grand Line, getting into the into the, the weird islands and
1: stuff. Um Mathwiz, did you have any comments to respond to? Yes. Uh I had a few. There was one. Um my apologies, my sincerest apologies to crappy HR for not giving them the proper credit. When I talked about uh, the the one character, um, so yeah, there's there's your shout out, crappy HR. Um, the other one was uh, now I can't find it. It was a comment by seven three one Freeman. Yes, he's as- left a few
0: comments, but I haven't gotten around to him. Um, but go on.
1: Yeah, asking about the art style, which I guess has been a recurring question in the last couple of comment sections, and I just haven't Because he doesn't
0: like the art style at all. um, So, I don't know, what do you like about the art?
1: Well, I like the art because it's, I mean, it's very goofy, which I think I've said before. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily, like, uh, what's the word, anatomically correct at times. Uh, Um, Yeah, that doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like a lot of Oda's characters have big foreheads, but, I don't know, that's just kind of the charm of it, I guess, is it's just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like wh- I'm not big into like critiquing art. Um like I wouldn't Yeah. I don't know I, if I I've it. ever really said like, oh, Kubo or Kishimoto has like my favorite art so far. Like I'm not really I don't know how much of like I think that G- um
0: like we both agree that we like Kubo's art better than Kishimoto's, I think. Um but, but um, even then I don't I really know like how to go about art like style, so well yeah, you said even be as subjective as you want, so yeah, I don't. I don't even, I wouldn't even you know how nervous. to really
1: go about comparing okay. that. Like, I guess maybe, I don't know, like, maybe Oda's is, like, a less realistic sort of, like, character design. Like, it's less focused on making the character, I don't know. I don't know well, what it is. I guess to give my thoughts, because I definitely love
0: the art style, and I've liked it for years. Like, I, I just like the character designs. Um, like, I was talking about Usopp's a few episodes ago, and, like, even, like, it's just, it, it, even just his, like, his outfit, he looks like a dude, he was like a handyman, and he kinda is, he builds, he, he fixes his ship, he's, he de- deals with gadgets and stuff, you know, but, um, I guess as to, like, I think, I also think Oda is just a good artist on a technical level, like, his pa- page layouts are never messy, it's, uh, you could always tell exactly what's going on even if weird shit is happening, um, the expressions, like, you know exactly what this character's feeling, even, like, yeah, he does goofy expressions, but, like, I thinking back to, like, a lot of Nami's, especially in Arlong Park, are just, like, they're more subtle, like, th- sh- he's even good at doing, like, smaller emotions, so to, so to speak, like, she'll have just little face movements, and you get what she's feeling, even if it's not exaggerated in a goofy way, but he could do the exaggerated ones, too, but, um, and also i guess um like if you don't mind spoilers watch mr morge's video on the exaggerated world of one piece i think that it was called something like that um it does have spoilers for the series and the one thing he doesn't mention in that in that video well cuz what he talks about in that video is how like it's or i think he talked about in the video is like um it's like a modern romance it's a modern adventure and like one of the things i think it's neat about it is like Because a lot of, like, classic adventure ideas are kind of, like, rote nowadays. Like, uh, in Odyssey or or Iliad, maybe I'm mixing them up, but it's like, oh, you know, Gorgons and Sirens. It's like, yeah, we've seen those before. So, like, with One Piece, its idea of adventure is, like, Dinosaur Island (laughs) and, um, fucking uh, Giant Goldfish. Like, it's gotta be silly, because otherwise we've seen it before. Um, and I also like how... Because the art does change over time, but, like... And the characters get goofier. Like, if, if you think it's goofy now... <laughs> like, I mean, like, com- compare... Think about, like, I guess to, to get ahead in the discussion of it, Waple, He... He's, he's, like, fatter. He's got... He's, like, metal. He's, like... He, like, loses his head at one point. He eats his body. Like, we're getting... Like, things are getting weirder now compared to how they were in the East Blue. Like... They're getting even more strange and cartoony as we're getting deeper into the Grand Line, a surreal, unusual setting where ne- things aren't supposed to be normal, and the art's going to change to ref- more to reflect that. So as the character designs become even more exaggerated, so I like that the art and design um, philosophy changes to suit the world that it's inhabit that that it's evoking. Like the characters are as weird as the world. Like I like that. So, but I also, like, it's fine to not like the art of One Piece. It's a very, you know, if you, it's fine to like or dislike anything for personal reasons. If you can't get into it because of the art, you know, that's fine. Like, if you want to keep reading along with us, great. If you, if you want to drop the manga, just hear us discuss it. That's fine too, you know, um, as long as you're not like saying the art is bad because you don't like it. That's where I'm like, okay, hold on. Like the art works for the story. It's not bad. So, um, but if, even if you don't like it, you know, and if you, if you're like technically proficient as an artist, then maybe you could explain why it's bad, but I would expect you to do so. So that's my overall thoughts on the art. So <laughs> I just talked a lot. Um, speaking of disagreeing, uh, Sir Bacon, uh, said my points were weird and wrong without explaining why my points were re- weird and wrong. And I'm like, like, it's fine to disagree with me. I'm just saying like, Ex- explain why. Don't just say I'm wrong and leave it at that. Like, break down my points and explain why I'm wrong. And use evidence from the story to counteract my points. I- also, I'm not saying, like, Dragon doesn't have- because two t- people are like, oh no, people think he has a wind power, not weather powers. I've heard both, okay? I've been in this fandom for a while. Um, I- I've heard a lot of shit. Like, that's the thing, is I'm arguing about shit that no one thinks anymore. <laughs> just because it's been in my mind for fucking over a decade. Um, but, like, I don't think Dragon did it. Even if he does have powers, I don't think he did the things people... The, the the evidence is not there in the manga to support it. I'm not saying he doesn't have powers. I'm just saying that people are wildly extrapolating things from what's basically nothing. And I disagree with that. So, um, did you have any more questions? I have one more. Or did you have anything to say about the, dra- the wind power thing?
1: Nope, I had nothing to say about okay. that, because I... Don't particularly care about theories. Yeah, it's it'll a be a story exactly. I'll find out later. Um, but there was one more comment directed, well, I guess, someone at me, because I obviously haven't read One Piece. Um, from Kudidi Knight asking, "What, what do I think Sanji's future role in or future role in character will be?" Um, I guess this was tied into like the whole strength thing. Um, and I don't know. So there you go. Did Discord cut me out? Discord cut me out. God dang it!
0: Did you cut? You cut out for like a, a minute or so.
1: Well, I, I answered the question, so.
0: Audacity picked it up, so, okay.
1: Um. Basically, I don't know what Sanji's role is gonna be, and uh, I don't really care to guess. Okay. That's I'd rather fine. just um. just find out. Like, I don't know, I don't really have any expectations.
0: Okay. Um, anyway, my last question. Um, um, Heodor is wondering if maybe Zora doesn't fight women, uh, you know, because of Oda's sensibilities, and, like, maybe, but it also kinda doesn't matter. Like, cause, sure, even if the author does happen to feel that way, like, obviously what's pre- most important is that how he handles it in the story, and I think someone even pointed out to him that, like, there are other instances of character, of female characters getting, like, hurt, but uh, not exactly, like, like, they don't, I guess in general, yeah, they don't take as much damage as the guy, like, l- just Luffy versus Krieg, uh, you know, he takes, a, he, he gets pretty hurt, but I don't, like, there are moments when female characters do get hurt, but not quite to that level, I would say. But um, I don't know. Do you remember in Bleach or Naruto where female characters really got hurt?
1: Uh, well, I know like, like Sakura had her moment where she got pretty pretty beaten up. She
0: got yeah punched a bit um during the the the, the sound uh or the yeah in the forest of death. Um, and Bleach has had char- like female characters like die and get cut, but not really. Well, then again, like, there's that, also that one part as where his Tsunade or...
1: got like cut in half. But that was all yeah, screen. Yeah, yes. But, like, I mean, still the it most was brutal there. shit
0: always happens to the men on screen. Like there were some br- deaths. Like I remember one dude getting fucking burnt, a couple dudes getting turned to skeletons in the Blood War, or um fucking Sasuke losing his chest against Killer B. Like that shit doesn't happen to girls usually. Even and I would argue that like Bleach and uh, One Piece especially do handle their female characters really well. But even then, they don't bully them. Um, though I've also been reading Amagi recently, and there was one scene that stuck out to me. Um, because it was a character who she had stolen children and used them as pirates and when she got back to the town she got fucking brutalized like and she wasn't like an ugly woman either like um like there was one where her hair was pulling you could kind of see the hair getting ripped off of her head and I was like uh so it's like like this one and the author is a female which I thought was interesting because you have like a female author being more brutal to the the female char- villain character than these male authors and these other stories. And I thought that was interesting to compare in light of this question because I, I just been, happen to have been reading Magi. So, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because it also might be a magazine thing. Maybe Jump in Gen... I don't know uh, what, what Jump manga have been brutal to women. I can't think of any off the top of my head. So, like, there's so many... Re- like, it could be an editor. It could be, you know, auto- the author's personal sensibilities. And it, there's so many reasons it could be... The way it is, you know, and I do think like the fact that Oda is exploring it through like Zan- like because you see Sanji defend Kureha, you know, he's like, oh, you know, he won't let a woman get hurt. And then that's like the complete opposite of Zoro. So no wonder they're in a rivalry like this. It started because they were arguing over Nami. (laughs) Like, so he's exploring if it is his sensibilities or not. He's exploring it through the characters in the story, which I think is uh, the best we could ask for, because there we get more to talk about from the story. And uh, that was my last question. I'm guessing you were done, too? Yep. I heard you clear your throat and then Discord keep Discord does not like you today. Uh, uh, yes, I'm, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so, finally, getting into the discussion. Back on the ocean after uh, Whiskey Peak. Vivi's part of the group now. She's She's like, everyone, uh, we gotta, you know, We the, the Grand Line's dangerous. And also, we, we. you know, we gotta be careful. And everyone's like, we don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> um, it's, it's the Straw Hats. Of course they don't give a fuck. And we get a bit more, a bit more sailing before they finally land on Little Garden, which is a prehistoric island with all the dinosaurs. I don't know. What did you think about the crew? You know, like sort of like organically deciding what they're going to do based on their characters. Like, I thought it was cool. Or, or just, did you have any thoughts about this opening bit in general? Or,
1: mm, I mean, no, it's it's fine setting up okay. the arc. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, because it's yeah, it is set up, but but like because I I, 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 I mean, only like... just realize it now, but like. Vivi was just told not to be too much of a, of a hard-ass, because she's so focused on the seriousness of their situation, so she decides to relax by going along with Luffy on the adventure. And then Zoro and Sanji, like, uh, Zoro's just like, eh, I want to take a walk, and, Sanji, and uh, <laughs> Sanji's like, hey, bring back food, and then they start fighting, they just naturally devolve into fucking fighting and arguing <laughs> and then, um, Usopp and Nami are, of course, are too cowardly. Uh, like, I love the bit where Usopp's, like, where they both, like, gasp and then Usopp says, you're useless and Nami says, well, you're the same. Like, they're both
1: so weak. <laughs> Um,
0: it's funny. Just funny. I love the character interaction.
1: But no, uh, yeah, I, I do like that aspect of it. So anyway, uh, two
0: dinosaurs get decapitated. Um, <laughs> like within one, two, three, four pages of each other. Um, which I guess is a good way to, to point, says so go, hey, look, these two giants are equal in case you were wondering. But yeah, um, Brogy meets Usopp and Nami who lose their fucking shit because uh, he's a big giant. Obviously he means trouble. <laughs> And then, whereas Luffy is like, oh, cool, a giant, fuck yeah. And we get a bit, just a bit more explanations about the island. It takes a, a year for the log pose to set.
1: I love how when Luffy meets that one dinosaur, he's just like, oh, don't worry, this one just eats grass, I'm fine. And then it just <laughs> eats Luffy. <laughs> I, and I
0: also love even before that, like, where... Um, like, cause Vivi's like, oh my God, a dinosaur. And she's got like a shocked expression. Like her eyes are kind of white a bit. And then the next panel is just like Luffy on the dinosaur. He's like, cool. Like, <laughs> Luffy is so good. And, um, so anyway, the conversation with the giant sort of sets up the idea of the arc being honor. And you know, the two, like they, they, they don't even remember what they're, why they're fighting. They've just decided that like, but since it was something that they were willing to stake their lives on. That, you know, they're going to, 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 you know, live by that and fight no matter what. So, even though they've been fighting for a hundred years to the death with no um, resolution.
1: Yeah, I like how Vivi's like, what was the dispute about in the first place? And Luffy's like, quiet, that doesn't matter. <laughs> and Luffy, like, watches the fight and he's just like, too much, too big. Like, he's just overwhelmed. It's, it's good. Luffy's good.
0: Um. Anyway, then we get a brief cut to Mr. Three, sort of introducing this arc's antagonist. They're just, they're just chilling. And then we get, we get a bit of a, a character beat for Usopp, where he he sort of, like, mm, recontextualizes his goal, or he's, like, able to put it into words in a different way. Like, he sees, this is what I want to be, you know, because these guys are so, you know, like, how he puts it is they have a flag on their chest that they can't have torn off, no matter what, their honor. Like, they, 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 they will, you know, fight and die for, you know, their pride, pretty much. And he he's inspired by that. <laughs> I also love the gag where... Um, he's like, I want to be like these guys. And Nami's like, so a you want to be a giant? <laughs> well, and the best part, the best part is later he's explaining it to Brogy, And he's like, so you want to be a giant? And, and Nami's laughing at Usopp. And it's just so good. <laughs> because, of course, she's laughing. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah, and I, I, I didn't notice until rereading it, but, um, Usopp connects the, uh, the honor to... Treasure, like so. That's a that's an older idea. um Also, I guess a, a little thing is that um, I, does how does your spell translation spell Elbaf, The giant island that uh, they're talking about.
1: Um, it's spelled like Elbaf with like a ph or an f p h. Okay, yeah, because it's supposed to be fable backwards.
0: Oh. So it's suppo- it should be an f, but uh oh well, it's it's not a major thing. It's a, it's pretty minor, but um. So anyway, um, after a bit more discussing discussing about, like, the Elbafian honor and, um, the whole situation, um, Dory drinks, or er, Dory drinks the, the the ale that he got from Brogy, who Brogy got from the Straw Hats, and it explodes, and, you know, um, Brogy's obviously pissed off, understandably. Or no, Dory, rather. I, I always mix them up. Fuck. Um, so I guess, what did you think about Luffy versus Dory?
1: It was a
0: fight. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um... Cause Dory's like strong, but he's also like kind of unable to hurt Luffy. Like he stomps him into the ground, but Luffy's rubber. He's, he's so he's fine, um, and he can only really beat him by pinning him down <laughs> with with the giant uh, skeleton. Um, but I, I like how like once Luffy like knocks Dory down, he's like you know he's Luffy. He knows the Straw Hats. You know he saw the Giants fight, so he knows about their their honor code. So it's like there's there's no way anyone that. They that should be on the island spiked the the ale and turned it into a bomb. So he's just like with no like evidence, you know. He just his instinct and intuition, like he he's able to tell like someone else is on the island. Oh,
1: yeah. It's it's weird that Luf, like Luffy's the one figuring out the mystery. Like Luffy, exactly. That's most, what's amazing like, about it. Bl- uh, not blunt, but um, uh, what's the word? Ignorant, maybe. He's um direct. <laughs> But you know, the one who, like, doesn't pick up anything, he's like, hmm, someone's on this island.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it's like, of course, like, knowing how Luffy operates, of course it makes sense in his brain why he would think that. And he just happens to be right. Like, yeah, there's someone else on the island. And, um, you know, he, he doesn't, like, 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 a smarter character would be able to connect that back to, huh, bombs, um, you know, what, what if what if that was Mr. Five? What if he followed us? You know, that's within, if he's not dead, that's within possibility. Um, and of course, that's, that's, he's there. Mr. Five's back. And, uh, now he's, a, he's, except now he's the lower tiered subordinate, um, to Mr. Three. Since, you know, Mr. Three's like, well, you're useful, even though you're a fuck up. <laughs> and he's sort of explaining their plan to capture, Dorian Brogy, who have the highest bounties that we've seen in the they're series, like their their former bounties are or no, their current bounties are even higher than a crocodile's uh, bounty or former bounty rather, because um, crocodile was like eighty and these two are hundred each. So, so yeah, they're they're scheming. The bad guys are doing their scheming things, and the volcano goes off again. So, um, Dorian Brogy return to fight. Oh yeah, and you, you gave me this panel earlier, because <laughs> it was um, well because Ustaf uh, and Nami realized they can't go back to the ship. um, so they decide to head to the other giant's place but uh, Usopp's like even if someday I lose everything and face death alone on a desert isle I'll be proud of the way I lived and say I'm Usopp, brave warrior of the sea and you're like, because you've been freaking out about the foreshadowing um, a little bit because it's like, I guess I planted the idea or the idea was planted that anything could be foreshadowing
1: Um, well I mean in any story ever, anything could be foreshadowing but like this just just feels very like not that I, not that I really think that Oda would kill Usopp, but this, <laughs> but fe- like this feels very like possible, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no,
0: it's funny. Um, so for the I, guy, I for the guy who wanted reacting. me to
1: speculate on Sanji's character, uh, I speculated on Usopp's character instead. <laughs> He's going to die. That's just speculation. Um. Also, yeah, Us- or not Usopp luffy getting trapped under the skeleton i'm like oh wait i see what i see what you're doing here oda i see what you're doing yeah you're, you're keeping luffy sidelined for a bit yeah because, uh, as usual
0: because it's luffy he, he's a man of action he's got to move so he's got to be stopped in order for the rest of the story to work um but of course luffy disagrees with dory's uh decision to fight yeah you know, because it's you know it's sure honor but like it's, is it fair? But, and I, I really like how, like, well, because it gets, like, um, Brogy mentions it later, but it's, like, the reason why he, he, you know, he fought, and, you know, because it's, like, Dory decided to die, so of course he's gonna honor that, you know, so they, they both, you know, continue to stick by their, their flags, no matter what, even when some skeevy, skeevy shit is going on, so, um, but I guess we'll talk about, there's another aspect to that I want to mention later towards the end. I do uh, think it is also sort yeah, of interesting
1: um, how you have Luffy like uh, you know divine protection. You know what's that got to do with anything? Um, so like whereas in the the previous stretch in uh, Log Town, you kind of had some what what was sort of speculated by the <laughs> characters in universe is like divine intervention to allow Luffy <laughs> to escape, but here he is like rejecting it. So it's just. It's interesting to see. Yeah, well, if it's be... like
0: because because with Luffy, it's like you know um, you know he was saved and such, but with like Dory, like it was and it was as far as we can tell, random chance. But with Dory, you know, it was clearly the actions of someone else, and he's like justifying it, and like he's not gonna run from the battle just because someone else is interfering.
1: You know. Um, yeah, because he's and, saying like this was like, you know a consequence for for something that the the gods of of Elbaf the. They, you know, I I suffered this punishment for some reason or another. Right, right.
0: And uh, yeah, so, um, but, you know, I guess that's the thing is it's he's saying it's, you know, karmic or divine punishment, but like Luffy knows it's someone else. Like, it's not some higher power. It's just someone who should be stopped. So, of course, Luffy would disagree with that. Like, so, yeah, because, yeah, an outside force interrupting with the fight is, you know, he's it's cheapening their honor. And so, yeah.
1: And of course, Luffy freaking out uh, that catches Vivi's attention. Because one thing I sort of forgot, like now that w- now that we've read this stretch of chapters, I almost sort of forgot that like Vivi just fairly recently joined the crew, so yes, she's got to sort of develop today, that. Att- <laughs> she's got to develop that attachment to the the crew, and you kind of get a moment between her and Luffy here, where like she sees him mm-hmm. freaking out, like he wants like, to. Why does
0: he care so much about the giant yeah. he just met? Like he or as she puts you know or oh, i'm just quoting her line directly he doesn't act like an outlaw with a price on his head like she's you know again she's like used to the world like she she's been with barogue works and there are characters within it that have bounties, or at least mr zero as she found out um well, no i guess so oh, yeah like actually none of the Brogueworks works members have bounties at this point in the story like they mentioned later that like mr three he has a he defeated a criminal who had a 42 million bar- uh, bounty but, um, of course, bounties aren't power levels, so that doesn't matter, because Luffy defeats him. Um, but, uh, so it's because they're a secret org- org- organization, of course none of them would have bounties. They're not infamous. So, um,
1: I also I was didn't... Gonna... Shit,
0: I had a point to saying that. Or go on.
1: Well, no, if you still have something didn't... to say, I'm cutting you off then, because mine's a different idea.
0: No, I forgot, I forgot what I was saying. Go ahead.
1: Mm. Well, on an unrelated note, I thought it was also sort of interesting. I didn't bring this up earlier, but just... Uh, that Mr. Five and Miss Valentine are just—they return in this arc because they were so utterly stomped in the last <laughs> one that I just sort of thought they were done. Uh, but no, they—they—they're coming back, and yeah, it's not like yeah. they have like major, major interference in this arc. So it's not like oh, they were terrible in the last arc, but now suddenly they're back and they're real threats. But it was just interesting. Yeah, that they they're came still
0: back. like they're. They don't come off as stronger, but because of the situation, they're still they're still like dangerous, like you know, because obviously like they fight Luffy, and you know Usopp and Vivi can't ha- aren't strong enough to handle them. Luffy's trapped, so of course what ha- what what happens? And then um like that's the, that's the thing. It's like we know that they're too strong for like or too weak for Luffy and um Son- Zoro and Sanji, but uh, Zoro's trapped. Uh, Sanji's just missing like the entire arc and Luffy's uh, was stuck under the bones. So they they're too tough for those guys, but they're they're perfect threats for Usopp. Um, who's the weakest one. So yeah.
1: Now looking back on this moment, I'm a little a little confused at, like what's going on here because you have um Zoro dragging the dinosaur and then he meets this it, it's Nami, but oh, that's not Nami. Um, but
0: I, It's a wax figure.
1: I, oh, it's a wax figure. Okay, cuz I was yes. wondering like how do they get a clone? Like who t- who's transforming? How would they do this? But if it's a wax well, figure, because remember, that if you remember the, question, in the
0: last part of the fight, Mister Three has a bunch of wax figures of himself made made by shaped oh, by him and painted by Miss Golden Week. So
1: that's um, right. Though, th-
0: these are this
1: yes. Well, that answers my question then.
0: So yeah, it's the same thing with the Nami one that catches Zoro off guard, and the um, the Luffy one that catches Nami off guard. So yeah, um, it, it it makes sense in retrospect, of course, but yeah, Usopp. Uh, finds uh, Luffy and Vivi, and he's getting up to date on the full situation. A if, dinosaur but, um, ate
1: Nami, and Luffy's just pissed, like, what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep. <laughs> and of course, Vivi, the, like, calm one, points out that, like, uh, okay, how did you, like, it, it, <laughs> he, he's, just, he's just randomly guessing things, and Vivi's like, calm the fuck down, dude. um, Because she's, you know, more level-headed. So, well, I, I, I think about it, that's, like, you know like because her character she is kind of a you know worrier like she's she's trying to think of like okay what's the logical the the logical threat to deal with at the time but she's that logic is also like so you know at the start of the arc she was you know like being serious and when no no one else gave a fuck but now she's like being serious at the right time so it's like it's it's a trait that's not it's not necessarily you know good or bad it's just like when it's when is it utilized so it's good and um yeah So, anyway, um, Brogy defeats Dory because Dory was weakened and Mr. Three intervened. And Luffy is, of course, not pleased with that. And, well, Brogy isn't either because he starts crying. And Mr. Three's like, oh, you're happy that you finally won. Yeah. But, of course, as we find out, as I already mentioned, um, you know, he didn't want to refuse Dory's. You know, Dory was willing to fight him even though he was wounded. And Brogy wasn't going to insult him by not, you know, following up with his best, so. Of course he won. Um, so yeah, Mr. 3 traps him, as Mr. 5 and Miss Valentine find Karu and Vivi. Oh yeah, Usopp didn't really meet Mr. 5, so even if if he, even if he knew his powers, he wouldn't, like, I, I mean, it, you know, it's just a logical progression. Like, of course Mr. 5 is immune to explosions, um, but yeah, Usopp's just, yeah, he doesn't, it doesn't work, and they get defeated pretty handily. Oh, does your book have a typo? with Miss Valentine saying that Luffy is worth 300 million berries? Or does she correctly say 30 um, at the start of chapter 121? No, mine says 30 million. It says, th- it's the correct 30 million? Okay. Yeah, my, my book's older, so of course it has a typo. <laughs>
1: Although now that you mention typos, that does, I mean, it's not till later, and it involves a character who hasn't been introduced yet, so I won't say it yet, but uh, I just have to make, I, this is my self-reminder to not forget to bring that up later.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, Mr. Five and Miss Valentine handily do with the Straw Hats, as uh, is, while Brogy's getting trapped. And we're not even quite at the low point yet of the arc. <laughs> like, things are really bad, but it could get worse. Um, so, M- Vivi gets trapped in Mr. Three's Candelabra, along with uh, Nami and Zoro, and they're getting turned into wax figure like, life-former <laughs> uh, uh, human wax figures- and now we're at the low point properly. Although I do
1: like the moment I love where how, or, where or Luffy's still trapped under the uh, trapped under the skeleton house thing, and you know he's getting a face full of you know bombs from Mister Five, and he just spits on his shoe because it's Luffy.
0: <laughs> yeah, he refuses to give up even at the it, it, like this, you know, like completely unable to really do much. He's still gonna fight. Um, so then, um, I love how fucking. Oh no! Wait! Oh no! This was okay. Yeah. So uh, Brogi gets mad and tries to escape because um, Mr. Three is saying stupid shit. So Mr. Three puts wax swords in his hands, and then I love how what what Zoro how Zoro reacts to this eventually because or like he's like, hmm. If I cut off my legs, I can fight. You know, like or what? he says to you know, um, Bro Brogy is like you know a giant without hands and feet is still more useful than a dead man. Like they're 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 refusing. To, you know, give up their, their you know, their their pride and honor until the last minute. And so that they, they, you know, they're still ready to fight. <laughs> and even if it means, like, fucking self-mutilation. Like, Zoro's... Zoro actually hacks halfway through his legs. Absolute madman. <laughs> fucking, like, I love it because it's like, he could have cut it off so that Zoro didn't hurt himself at all. You know, like, Luffy and Usopp come in to kind of reward their determination you know so like they're unable to really do anything but that determination like boom luffy and Usopp come in um but no Zoro's still like he's still hurt <laughs> and fucking nami's like i can't believe you would hack off your legs so you could run and i'm like no i
1: i wanted to hack off my legs so i could fight it's like <laughs> they're so stupid <laughs> i love it also shout out uh in the sbs shout out to drunk sam <laughs> yes the best character in one piece
0: Oh, what, uh, they're celebrating. I'm going to join in. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> um, volume 14 SBS. Um, Oda loves his little background characters. Like, I don't think we've mentioned it before, but the probably the most famous one is Panda Man, who's just like an Easter egg character. Because apparently the origin of the character was he submitted him to a contest for the manga Kanikuman, or Muscle Man, where he was just, I guess he was having, um, you know, fan-created uh, wrestling characters in Panda Man was Oda's submission, so I don't know. I don't know if he was drawing manga at that point. No, probably not. kenny Kuman's kind of old, so um, he was probably, uh, yeah, younger, but yeah. Now he's an Easter egg character in One Piece, and you can find him in a lot of crowd shots and stuff. I usually don't notice him, personally, but, uh, except in, like, Beratier, where he first started showing up, because, uh, <laughs> I've read that material the most, I've, of the Panda Man stuff, I suppose, but, uh, yeah.
1: Also, I love how when, when Luffy first shows up, and Nami's like, destroy the pillar! We're being turned into wax figures! And Luffy's like, oh, you're in danger? Zoro just says, nope, no problem here. As he, you know, had already hacked through his legs. Because Zoro... Yeah. And then Zoro does his, his pose. He says, if I'm gonna be a statue, I, wa- I want this pose. And he's just holding a sword in the air.
0: Zoro also does not give a fuck. <laughs> like, Luffy and Zoro are just like,
1: nope, no fucks to give here. I'm <laughs> just so good. You just you just ha- you have to feel so bad for Nami because not only is she surrounded by a bunch of men, she's surrounded by a bunch of stupid men. <laughs> yeah, like at least Vivi kind of actually has a head on her shoulders. <laughs> like everyone else is just stupid.
0: Like Sanji's like the smartest. Like I love later on when he's in the the Mister Theory's hideout and he gets to call for Mister Zero. And like in a couple of lines, he's able to deuce exactly what's going on. Um, like. And he's having, like, internal monologues, which is something Luffy doesn't do. You know, like, so he's definitely smart. It's just that when he's around, like, Luffy or Vivi, he becomes dumb. Because he's Sanji. And he's got, Nami Swan, Just fucking Sanji. Uh, but yeah. Luffy starts the fight. Because he gets a candle locked on his leg and weaponizes it immediately because he's Luffy. And he's smart boy when it comes to fighting and figuring shit out. Though it doesn't work. Um...
1: Also, I like how like he uses the the hilt of the the wax sword that's in the giant's hand. So like as he's spinning around, he's like digging into the giant's hand, but he's like, <laughs> no, trust me, this is this is fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the closest thing to the uh, the bra, so it makes sense. But it's a, it's a little unfortunate for Brogy at, in the moment. Um. Oh yeah, and Zoro's yelling at him like, Luffy, what the fuck? Um. Yeah, it's good. Lots of like little li- more like little technical things like the buggy fight.
1: Where Luffy's just being cre- or Arlong too, where Luffy's just being creative and cool. Um, All right, the wax pillar's <laughs> falling. It's about to fall right on top of them. <laughs> just, just good, yep. good gags. Ugh.
0: Then uh, Luffy gets hit by another weird power, like um, another. Because well, they mentioned it's a form of hypnosis, so it's similar to Django, um, where Golden Week has. So it's not a devil fruit. Is I think it's mentioned in a later SBS, if not one of these. Um, but yeah, her color's chap is it's hypnosis. So. Um, which leads to more, you know, just stuff is like, you know, she, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, she, like, you know, Luffy's on the black one, and he wants to betray his friends, so they're like, Vivi's <laughs> like, don't step out of the black circle, and he's like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to listen to you, so he steps of the black circle, so, <laughs> uh, just like, and of so it's, like, goofy, but then, like, there's also moments, like, when he's, uh, drinking the tea, and he's, like, the tea is good, but he's, like, clearly straining and angry, like, because he wants to help his comrades, but he can't, so, like, it's, it's neat, like, because, of course, like, Luffy can't deal with tricksters, like, he's, you know, he, he can, or he can only do so much against them, like, he's creative and, you know, um, such, but, like, he's not smart, you know, it's necessarily smart, it's, it's weird, it's a weird, it's a weird nuance to try, uh, that can be tricky to explain, but it's, like, like, like you, 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 I don't know. How do how do you feel about the Golden Week stuff? Did you have any thoughts on it, or like how Luffy was interacting with it, or anything? Or,
1: uh, well, I mean, I, I like how Zoro says, like, oh, hypnotic powers would be devastating against a simple minded fool like him, where he's just <laughs> right, right. He's and just... thinking back to
0: like Kuro, uh, he is definitely very susceptible to hypnosis, uh, and <laughs> when when he'll get hit by hypnosis, that's not even aimed at him. So yeah
1: see so yeah, it Luffy is dumb but sometimes he's smart um, but most also, of the time um, he's dumb really really dumb
0: <laughs> also I like how like mr. five's power like I love the way they expand on mr. five's powers where he's using a revolver with breath bullets like that's really cool um, because because it's just like yeah that's how it makes sense it's like you know he's he's using he's shooting bombs um like i don't know, I, I just like i like it and cuz like we've already seen this guy but even now we're getting new aspects to his powers and like um then there's uh also there's the bit where Usopp, like he shoots luffy with the fire star to um oh okay i know something else too but i was going to say um he's yeah he shot luffy with the fire star to burn off his shirt just you know Usopp's like he did the you know i wasn't aiming at you kind of thing or, or like oh you missed no i wasn't aiming at you like that kind of thing um but uh the one thing I noticed is that um, Mr. Five, oh no, never mind. I guess his bullets. Oh, his bullets move slower. Okay, because he was shooting at Usopp, and like Usopp's like, oh, he's not shooting, and then he gets hit. So I'm guessing the bullets move slower, like, or something.
1: I'd imagine. Uh, I don't. I thought the thing was like because it's like, it's a breath bomb that like it couldn't be seen because like he looks back and he's like he's not. Yeah, that. that... Okay.
0: Maybe, that that might be it too. Because I was just thinking about the speed, because I feel like, and in my mind, bullets are really fast, so... I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I guess that's part of it too. Ha, ha, have you seen this
1: think... scene in the anime? I'm guessing not. Not in years, no. Uh, um. Well, yeah, because I was like, if we, I bet if we looked at the anime, we'd definitely know what's going on, if it's visible or not. Because we
0: generally agree that at like, this point, the anime is still pretty fine, so... But anyway, um, so yeah, Luffy gets his shirt burnt off, and, you know, so we cut to Sanji, and he's just like... Um, you know, he's back at the ship, you know, he, he's starting to catch on that something's wrong. He starts looking around, finds, uh, Mr. Three's hideout. He, he runs into a saber-toothed tiger and, and he's beating up the, he, the, the next
1: panel. He's riding a saber-toothed tiger that's beat up. <laughs> like, oh uh, God. I like that. It's not even like, it's not even like a page turn gag. Like it's just in the same, it's just the very next panel. Like, so you can very just, clearly yeah. see it. It's just that nonchalant. It's good. Good comedic timing.
0: Yep. No, it is definitely really good with his comedic timing. He has been for a good while. So, um, so anyway, um, as, you know, with Golden Week's stuff failing Mr. 3 gets into his big robot thing and Luffy's like
1: cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. <laughs>
0: he's just He like he's, he's a guy. He likes cool robot suits and stuff. Um, but of course like it's just kind of like useless. Luffy, like, or, well, it's got a good, it's good defensive option, but he can't hurt Luffy, because Luffy's rubber, so. Luffy um,
1: is the, the self-insert for the average Shonen fan, where they see cool things, and they like the cool (laughs) things. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I like how the fight is resolved with the... of course, fire. like, it, it, that's the thing about Devil Fruits, is they all have their, their weaknesses. So, you know, Mr. Three's wax is as hard as steel, but it's still wax. Um, so, Woosop realizes it can be melted, and uh, Mr. Three's, he, his big brain, the the fire on top of the three in his hair, his head is what brings, <laughs> because it, yeah it, it, he brings, or not really, it, I just thought it was funny, but, it, you know, he burns down, uh, the bread gets burnt down. And it's, yeah, so, um, hmm. Like, as far as, like, ideals, like, does the, does the theme of the arc, like, it was a good, like, technical, like, it, like it was like almost like a puzzle battle, like, because it's not a direct fight, like, it, there's, like, it's four against three, if you count Karu, and the goal isn't necessarily to defeat the other half, it's to save the, like, and that's a good way to, like, because Luffy's, again, he's so strong, like, he can, you know, Mr. Three has some good defensive powers but overall he's much still weaker than luffy like even though even though he's like i mean he, he's even mentioned that he uses his brain over his brawn so it, that of course you know he, he's it's about tricks and trickery and stuff you know rather than honor um and you know but um so he yeah so it but be, so by making sure that the fight isn't it, the fight isn't about brute strength either uh, you know it's about like luffy but luffy's also luffy and Usopp are also they're actually yeah they're the like nami doesn't really like She's smart, but I'm not... I wouldn't say that it necessarily extends to the, her, her few battles inc- because her, she doesn't have a real uh, the, the strength or speed or gear to do technical abilities. So, um, like Usopp does. Or Luffy with his smarts. So, you know, Zoro's pretty straightforward, and Sanji in their fighting style. So it's like... So, yeah, the, they fucked up because they're fighting the quote-unquote smartest characters when it comes to actual fighting. <laughs> so I didn't think about that. But yeah, um, I like how since they're free, Nami, Vivi, and uh, Zoro finish off Mr. Five and Miss Valentine. um, Oh, and I love the fucking Usopp. He's like, exploding star! And Mr. Five's like, nice try. (laughs) And Usopp's like, JK, LMAO, he's a liar. Of course. That's so like, cause it's like it's playing with the you know characters call out their attacks. So Usopp calls out the wrong attack. Like I know other things have done yeah, this too. Yeah, I just Dragon Ball think did that top once where Dragon Ball did that where too. Where Goku okay. is
1: like doing his rock paper scissors thing and he's like, yes, that's right. He says one and then throws <laughs> another and it's like that worked. Exactly. So this is probably a bit of a reference. yeah. I, don't I wouldn't be surprised if Ode- I mean Odo's love
0: love is a, as mentioned that Dragon Ball is a huge influencer. All the big three authors have like kubo even said like if you haven't read dragon ball what the fuck are you doing i think in one interview or or maybe it was a volume insert or something so yeah now here's um, a
1: little nitpick i gotta make because <gasps> it just doesn't seem very practical it doesn't make any sense um so when zoro gets fro- frozen as a, as a wax statue he doesn't have his bandana on but then the fire starts <laughs> and then he jumps out of the fire with the bandana on so like Did he put the bandana on in the midst of the flames to jump out and make the cool entrance and then he takes it right off again? Well, he made the
0: pose, right? He's got to look cool. It's Zorro. He's got to look cool. And it looks cooler with the bandana on. (laughs) That's funny. I didn't think about that. I never thought about that. I've read this so many like, fucking times. I know. And I never thought about the bandana, because you're right. He didn't have a bandana on like, it was the banana. Because like I know Odo will sometimes so he... just
1: have inconsistencies, but then he'll go back later, like in the SBS, and he's like, "Oh no, this is actually what happened." <laughs> like he yeah, he knows like, there inconsistencies, but he's he plays them off like, "Oh no, this this yeah. is what happened." So like I don't know. If sometimes that's I just... Noticed, like
0: no, it, this was a recent chapter, but like Luffy had a pack on his back, or maybe it was his. And it, it was only drawn some of the time, so he'll have stuff like that where he, like, fl- Uh, apparently, um, Johnny has a watch on his wrist, and he would, like, like, if you pay attention, it jumps- It's, like, sometimes it's on his right wrist, sometimes it's on his left wrist, sometimes it's gone. Like, yeah, he- he can be- you know, he does inconsistencies like that, but this is a little different in that, like, he very- he's very clearly, like, wearing it, and he keeps wearing it, so it's, like, it- it's actually- it
1: is consistent. It, it, it. And then that's the thing because <laughs> like he he doesn't have it then he has it and then he takes it back off again so it's like did is that to say that like zoro just did that that's just the only thing cool? that makes sense
0: he must have put it on while standing in the fire <laughs> and that just makes it funnier to me like yeah it's it's dumb but it's zoro i mean it's, he it's wants not, to look cool Of like course he's the do, only do, one do who's
1: something. ever had like art inconsistencies before like just forgetting little things or no, changing yeah, things yeah yeah I know that that's a big thing in... But in this
0: case, it's... It, I think it's on purpose. Well, maybe it's on purpose. Maybe it's not. But it's funny to think about. So anyway, uh, Luffy chases after Mr. 3. And, like, it doesn't even last a few pages. Like, Mr. 3, like, sets up the situation. And Luffy, like, immediately just, like, <laughs> punches him. Or kicks him, rather. <laughs> and just one-shots him. And you do get that. Instinct. That,
1: yeah, you do get that moment where he says, we're the best brains of Baroque works, and you're just an oaf who acts on instinct. And then Luffy hits him the first try, and he's like, how did you know? Instinct. Yep. So that's a, a thing that I guess will well, come back I up also again wonder later. If, like,
0: I wonder if maybe, like, he literally just heard him. Because he can only talk from, like, sure, I guess, like, I'm sure there was, like, an echo in the anime. Like, he, maybe he's throwing his voice. Maybe he's throwing his voice. I don't know. But he, uh, like, because I just like, well, I, I say that maybe he was just being, like, he did something stupid because, like, you know, I, I just like the idea of him being smarter than he, or he's not as smart as he thinks, you know, because, like I said, Luffy is, like, the, the smartest, one of the smartest fighters in, you know, even though he's gullible and dense and ignorant, you know, and, of course, doesn't give a fuck, he's still one of the cleverest fight, fighters in the crew, so, um you know, of course, but he just fucking wrecks Mystery 3 instantly. Yeah. <laughs> uh.
1: And then I like this this cut to Sanji before the end of the volume where he picks up the, he picks <laughs> up the 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 phone snail and he's like answering okay. it like it's a prank call uh, <laughs> on the other line though it's uh, Mister Zero one of the seven warlords of the sea the,
0: the, the leader of Rogue Works the, so ends, and Sanji's so just like hello this is Restaurant Le Crap would you like to make a reservation after he was like casually drinking tea like he's like yeah. Tea, bitches. I'm gonna drink it <laughs> and like and he's like, Oh yeah, phone. Um oh man. Uh Sanji's good. Like, even though he was just taking like he's just not getting involved in the actual like conflict of, like this is actually the second arc in a row, which like I, I think we've talked about this before or I've definitely talked about this before in general with the the fan base of One Piece where like Because people, like, you can't necessarily have, uh, oh no, we have talked about it before, because like with Bleach, like, okay, you can have every character involved in every single arc, but what does it look like? Um, you have, Bleach has five arcs across 700 chapters, um, so it's like, it's, you know, this is, Sanji is out of it for, for this arc, but next arc he does get a little bit more focus, as he's the one to go up the mountain with Luffy, you know, where this arc has more focus on Usopp obviously. And Luffy, of course. Like, Luffy always gets focused. He's the main character. But, like,
1: yeah. And the difference with, like, like, say, Oda. Oda is definitely the name of this series. Um, But the difference between, like, One Piece and Naruto is that, like, Oda has been very careful with, like, introducing main characters, whereas Kishimoto had the tuning exams where all these characters showed up. So, like, I guess it set sort of the expectation, like, you know, you could get invested like, in any he, one of well, these he, characters, he, so then, like, yes. if they don't show up later, then it's sort of disappointing, because, yeah, like, oh, my favorite character is not Sam... in this arc, or whatever. Like, it was too much to feasibly handle, unless you wanted to have another bleat scenario, where, okay, everybody is there, and the pacing <laughs> is just terrible. <laughs> it's just...
0: yeah well because it's like with naruto he introduced everyone with the same level of weight i would say like lee and neji got introduced on the same team as ten ten uh which of these characters is more important um uh, you know kiva shino Hinata. um well yeah i mean obviously Sh- like shikamaru, not every you know, Choji, character like, who was yeah.
1: introduced during the tuning exams mattered like ten ten didn't matter yeah. but like you did well, have that's what Li i am saying neji is that they were introduced
0: and... with the same level of weight yeah so but whether they lived up to that weight was like shikamaru was like perfect as far as, like, getting the amount of attention, um, you know, uh, but no other character got as much attention as Shikamaru. Like, I think I did, like, I laid it out and Shikamaru got roughly about the same amount of attention as Sakura did, and she, and you would argue that, like, yeah, she's supposed to be a more important character than everyone else because she was around since the beginning, but not really. <laughs> So, yeah, it's, like... Whereas, like, Oda... But, but, yeah, you're right, with Oda... Yeah, Oda will yeah, introduce
1: a lot of, of side characters who will stick around for a while, like Johnny and Yosaku, or now Vivi. Um, so like, you have characters who show up for a bit, and then will disappear. Like, I don't know, do Johnny and Yosaku ever come back? Don't answer that. I'm just speculating. Um, but, like... Uh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but the Casually actual whistling. main cast, like, the ones we're following, it's really small actually for at least what i'm used to in shonen stories yeah
0: i mean like what where we we got to chapter 150 um this stretch of chapters like where bleach was in soul society at that point um where was naruto
1: chunin Na- exams no naruto would have been i think that was sasuke retrieval real no or maybe not Wait. quite maybe it would have been the Tsunade arc still but it was
0: <laughs> yeah it, it was search for sunade so he'd already been introduced to this the, the leaf 9 the the sand ninjas and uh, the the the, the uh, sen- senpai trio the Lee and, uh neji uh, so it's like yeah so naruto you had like the you know roughly fifteen young characters and then a few jonin like kakashi um, Jiraiya uh, was another notable one so by bleach you know we were in soul society and they were introducing um, literally yeah, yeah, soul everyone society <laughs> ended. It. Yeah, they were introducing, like, yeah, uh, the 13th Division... Like, obviously not everyone got focused, but, you know, the, the, the Division Commanders, their sidemen, ma- their their lieutenants, maybe a few scattered just ran, uh, you know, seat, he- seats, or, like, Ikaku and uh, y- Yumichika. So it's like, yeah, by this point, there were, like, a shitload of characters being introduced who would be considered, like, main or main supporting roles. But with, like, One Piece, it's like, yeah, it is a small cast at this point. We have five main characters, six by the end of the stretch of chapters, uh, one... You know one semi-main character, Vivi, who's you know me, yeah, and then um like other a bunch of a bunch of side characters, but you know um we've only we some of them have recurred, like Buggy um and Alvida, but and then we have the cover stories where like right now the Hel- Helm like uh, yeah, yeah it does end this stretch of chapters the Kobe Helmup one. So to summarize, they were on the sh- the Marine base the training Helmup is official Marine now too. Uh, Morgan got. He was going to get transferred, prison transferred, and he, but he escaped, um, oh, and Helmeppo disowned his, disowned his dad, um, or he's like, you know, he he left him, then, uh, then, but during the, during the escape, shit happened, and, um, Kobe and Helmeppo were taken in by the Vice Admiral who was there to transfer Morgan, uh, Vice Admiral Garp, yeah, Garp, the, the dude in the dog mask, um, and he took them to the Marine base in the Grand Line, I think it was the same one, that we saw uh, before the logtown arc, yeah, um, the say that one, and um, yeah, so they're training to be real marines um, with under a, a high rank, a very the highest ranking marine we've seen in the series so far, and yeah, that's that's pretty much their their cover story. I can't think of anything else to note about it. And Did you have anything to say about the cover story? Well,
1: now we've got one going on with Django where yeah. he had that. Well, he escaped off that dance island contest. and had the dance and contest and with yes, the guy from like, the Full body, yeah, yeah
0: full, full body. body. <laughs> like, see, it's, it's uh, yeah, crossing over the characters from different arcs. <laughs> but that one's not over yet, so. and But aside from, like like I was I've said before, but it's like, aside from describing that they've happened, like, there's not much to stay until it actually comes back into the story, in my opinion. Like, it's cool. Like, I, I you know, but like, we'll see how it's relevant when it becomes, if it becomes relevant again, because some of the cover stories do not become relevant again, but like, I mean, I think it's fair to guess that the Kobe one will, because Kobe is more of an important character than Buggy, uh, even, well, it, it, Buggy was an antagonist, Kobe was important for a different reason, so, hmm. but like, you know, Buggy, Buggy, even Buggy recurred, so yeah, um, so anyway, uh, the fighting is over, and we get to a moment that I had to think about for a bit, because Dory did not die. What did you think about nobody dying in One Piece? Um,
1: I mean, I don't know. Like, like did I this didn't. F- I don't know you, if really like you... there was much to take away from like whether or not Dory had died in this arc, because like really, he he was just introduced. I mean, it's not like there would be much of an emotional attachment to his death. It all depends yeah, was, on like, like, like what's the idea the that was trying to get on, across. Like,
0: Brogy. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Um, because I will say there is at least one death in One Piece that gets undone, that I'm not satisfied with, but a lot of the ones I'm fine with, and I had to, because I had to think about this one for a second, because again, it's like, the emotions weren't really there, like, Brogy was crying, but, you know, I I, I don't necessarily, but even then, it's like, I'm trying to think of, like, okay, what is the takeaway from Dory being dead? Like, someone interfered in this fight, you know, and like, because the way I see it is, like, they both held on to their honor, even when outside forces were interfering, so... By keeping Dory alive, it rewards them for that. But because they get to continue their fight, they get to continue fighting for their honor. But if Dory actually died, that it would be tragic, which would might be interesting. But you know, not necessarily what One Piece wants to do. So um, that's that's kind of my take on it. Because I would say that there is a death where there is nothing to take from the character still being alive, and that's dissatisfying because it does it, it makes the the it makes the death kind of not matter. Cause there has to be a takeaway from the character being alive, like, um, like I guess going back to Naruto with uh, Neji and Choji not dying in the Sasuke retrieval arc, like you know it would have been interesting if they died, but like, hmm, what's the like what's quote unquote what's the point of them Because they do get character moments later, but the moments are kind of this. Uh, we argue that they were very similar to the ones before, so hmm, I'm just trying to rationalize that in regards to my current feelings on character death. Cause that's the big risk. Is by by bringing a character back, it, it risks making the death the, the death scene arbitrary. Like it didn't matter, and so so that w- the act of bringing the, of them not being dead has to like it has to have some meaning to it. You know, like I honestly like in Dragon Ball, it's in theory fine if like it like why the the re, like like the struggle to bring like bora you know it mattered that goku was working to bring him back you know it was conflict there you know so it's not like they just like oh we have we have these dragon balls lying around it's not like yeah so hmm i don't know it, it's not, I, I might have to do a video on character death eventually um so I'm, i i want to if you have any input that would be great
1: well, i don't know my, i remember my issue with ned well yeah and i guess it also applies to choji really is that like they, when they get their character moments later, it seems kind of just like a rehash of what happened before, but, like, not in a good way, because, like, I've, we've talked about how, like, the rehash of the, um, the ninjas is tool theme, or idea, maybe not a theme, but how that, like, that keeps coming back because that's, like, a recurring theme. Um, so when, when that element would pop up again, it's still tying into this idea. Whereas, like, with, like with Choji, you could maybe argue that there's stuff going on with like the the dynamic with his team and like when Asuma yeah.
0: dies. Like maybe I didn't personally find that narratively satisfying, but does that make it bad? I don't know. Like if like because it is it is there is a slight difference. Like before it was him fighting for himself and his you know you know and but then later he's sort of proving it to his team. Like you know, but then I, I, I don't but know. But for me, it's, when I think of like hmm.
1: Neji in particular, like other than his moment in the war arc where he dies, what does he do?
0: Right. Like, like yeah, what does yeah, him survive? I, I mean, I did point out mean. the time, like, like, yeah, cause with Shikamaru, like he failed the mission, but no one died. So it's like, you know, the, so that, that like, that would make the, like it, the arc was already like, kind of like the, 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 the quote unquote darkest ending. Cause the main character just got completely wrecked, you know? So having characters die because of and also it might uh, it might have made Sasuke harder to forgive if like people died because of him. So but like, then again, it's also like not but the, that he but those killed are more them directly. So it yeah, you
1: know, I can see that, but also like I could not see that. So yeah, it's um I don't know we we
0: we should uh, next on the Nen Show we're rereading Naruto <laughs> because like well because like honestly like just like how I read media and also my knowledge of Naruto is so different now it would be a bit of a, a different experience. So, cause we have more context to the whole story now. Cause I've read the whole thing and you forgot bits from the war on the way up there. So yeah, but um, no, that would take like another 14 episodes and, and it would, it might even be longer than the la than the 40 hours we already have. Okay. Oh, well, I don't know
1: if we were to ever do like some sort of an end show revisit, I think we could sort of just skip the whole like recapping the events of what happens and just talk about what they mean. Maybe just talk about our we general have to change feelings the instead of bit, the whole but... thing. Yeah.
0: Things we noticed. Yeah. Okay. That might be, be fair. Um, so anyway, yeah, I, I just wanted to give my thoughts on Dory. Like, like I said, I feel like there's something to take from Dory still being alive. Like, and yeah, that would be different from Dory being dead. But like, that's, that's the thing about storytelling is like what happens. The context tells different um, story, you know, stories about, what the ideas within that story like um if dory did die then it would there would be a and made it made this tragic then it would be saying something different about honor it would be saying something like that you know maybe sticking to your honor isn't the best thing and would potentially contradict the idea of the arc so, yeah, like, because I, I guess it, maybe it comes from, like, the people who move on from Dragon Ball, where everyone comes back to life easily, and they move on to Attack on Titan, where random nobodies die, and it's like, oh, it's so brutal and dark, yeah, this is, character's dying is better. Like, I don't think anyone here thinks that, but, like, I, I, I'm sure the idea exists, but, like, no, story t- death does not necessarily make the story better, you know? Um, I think we can both agree on that. And yeah, the reasoning I thought was fine too. Like, yeah, the because we- the weapons were always like dull and chipped and, you know, not in the best condition. I mean they're definitely they definitely look a more a bit more beat up after words, maybe. But maybe it's because they're just given more detail. So I don't know. Um <laughs> and I like how like they're you know, they're they're like reconnecting and oh my god, we're we're you're, you're alive, great. Uh, and then they're like um then they're start they, they 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 start fighting like immediately, like, you're looking for a fight? Like <laughs> They just can't help but argue. And, well, I also love, like, the parallel between Zoro and Sanji, because, like, where they're both, like, arguing about their kills, and, like, because we find out that the whole reason they're fighting is because of something silly, pretty much. It's like, yeah, they, 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 which fish is bigger, but, um, shit, I was gonna say something, um, but yeah, well, because I also like it because, like, you know, just because they're fighting doesn't mean they can't respect each other. And shit, I didn't think about that because Mister Three had zero respect for his opponents. He was kept belittling them and looking down on them. And but obviously he was wrong to do so because his opponents were just as competent or even more competent than him. So yeah, I didn't think about that respect as an idea. So, huh. but yeah, um, I love how Sanji like successfully because he he talks to Mister Zero, um, and he you know he gets some information, and Mister Zero spills like the fucking beans. <laughs> um, and gives Sanji a shitload of information, but he fights the unlucky. So then I have to um, wonder,
1: how do these snail phones work? Like, do that? Like, wouldn't Mister Zero obviously be able to tell by Sanji's voice that that's not that's not the guy? Who... I
0: um, imagine the like, well, because even modern phones, like the voice quality is not great. Um, like at least with my phone, um, so and these are fucking fantasy because well, how the phones work is they uh you know what actually i think i remember mm, I, see i don't i forget how the anime handles it but like how this the the apparently the snails like talking to each other like that's what that's explained like with psychic waves basically uh, like that, or electromagnetic waves or something that's how Oda explains it in the uh so it might be like literally like the snail is i don't see i don't know how good the snail is at mimicking the voice because, like, I guess the receiver... Because because I think how it's portrayed is that the snail is... Their, their lips are moving, and they're making the same expressions as the person on the other side of the, 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 the phone, basically. So it's possible that how Oda intended it... Like, I don't know how the anime... I think the anime presents it with the character's voice. But um, I'm wondering if, like... Like, Mr. is hearing his snail talking, basically. And it's mimicking what Sanji is saying. So there would be... So, I mean, there would be still difference in, like, accents and word choices... But, um, you know, but, um, he definitely, yeah, he did not notice that something was uh, wrong, even though, you know, he he maybe could have, but, uh, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, because he he does sort of figure out, like, hey, okay, we're gonna just kill Mr. 3 because he's incompetent, which, like, isn't figuring out that 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 wasn't actually Mr. 3, but it also just shows that, like, you know, Mr. Zero, he is ruthless
0: right right because you know mr three failed he lied or he he lied or was wrong which means he's not trustworthy and their organization is all about um you know secrecy so yeah he should be executed so he um you know so he's like well because i like it because like uh you know mr two is being sent to little garden like oh shit or you know or he'll be in there between "Oh, oh i just fucking realized because Mr. Two is sent to go from straight from Alabasta to Little Garden, so he would have run into someone going straight from Little Garden to Alabasta. But the Straw Hats didn't go from Little Garden to Alabasta; they went to Drum Island. So the, of course they missed Mr. Two. Um, I didn't think about that. Um, because I guess that's also part of what's like the tension. It's supposed to be like because even though, even though Sanji like made Mr. Zero think that the Straw Hats were all defeated, like they're still the, Mr. Two has a good chance of running into them if they go straight to Alabasta. Like, at least that's what the audience should be thinking at this point. But, of course, it, within a few chapters, we
1: find out that's not what's happening. So. I also, just as one, since I, I mean, this might not be the last time that they show up, but, I mean, just whenever the Unluckies appear, I love how they just get these panels to themselves, and then it's a cutback, and you just see them just watching. Like, they're just sitting in the windows, mm-hmm. and, like, like they just appear. They're just They're just there.
0: Yeah, because, well, like, they don't... They're animals. Because that's the, Okay, that's the thing about how Oda does animals, especially, like, you see it with Karu. They're people. They have personalities and feelings and strong emotions. They just can't talk. Like, that's the only thing that separates animals in this setting from people, is that animals just can't... They cannot speak, um... So, except, well, because Chopper could understand, like, uh, uh, going way ahead to, like, the last chapter, uh, Chopper could understand Karu, because Chopper's an animal, and he can speak animal. <laughs> so he's able to translate what Karu's quacks into English. Like, Karu is sapient. He, he has the ca- thinking ca- capacity of a human. He just happens to be a duck. So, uh, and so it's, with the Unluckys, like, they can't speak. They are also animals. So that's- so, but they are, they act human. There they are you know, so But also because they than, don't so, like, speak yeah.
1: that just makes the scenes that they're in I think all the funnier because like they just move in silence. So like Sanji's sitting there on the phone with Mr. Zero and they're just lining up their weapons, ready to you know, ready to fight, and Sanji's like, uh, nothing's happening
0: <laughs> And then of course he's touching gunfire. Um, and of course and of course back in Whiskey Peak when they like wordlessly like nail the fucking straw hats for knowing Mr. Zero's identity. Like, they're just like, yeah, but here's the drawings, and (laughs) this is just really good. (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. Um,
1: Also, I think maybe the... Is that bird dead? Did Sanji snap its neck? That's what it looks like in this image.
0: It looks like it, but I'm pretty sure he's not dead. Because then again, that's Um, also
1: like... Or she. It would be a female vulture.
0: Uh, <laughs> did they have to find a female vulture? Like, did they go through a bunch of male uh, intelligent vultures and pick just the smart female
1: one? Like, <laughs> no. that's just isn't significant. Um, but yeah, the bird did kind of have, like, that sort of, like, rubber neck and look thing, so it might not necessarily be dead.
0: Yeah, definitely, like... Well, because it, 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 it got knocked out, so you'd think, yeah. like... Yeah, if it got knocked out by that, it's probably dead. But uh, anyways, moving on it from it died, the so, minor details
1: I... that don't really matter. Sanji <laughs> gets an eternal log pose from Mr. Zero yeah, from the Never. <laughs> yeah.
0: So anyway, um, moving on. Unless you had anything else to add. Um. So yeah, Zoro or no Zoro. Uh, we we cut. It was weird because like it really hasn't been long that long since we've seen them, but we see Smoker and Tashigi in the Grand Line chasing the straw hats. And of course, they're starting to catch wind of uh Baroque Works like uh you know, they capture Mr. 11. And I like how Smoker like Smoker really is like the most competent marine we've seen in the series by like far. Like even in the Kobe cover story, like um I don't know if you remember, but Garp fell asleep. Like Morgan slashed him and Garp was just like, "Oh yeah, I fell asleep." <laughs> like He's the highest-ranking dude so far, and he's just, like, kind of useless? Like, Morgan escaped under his watch, and no one can stop. Well, because well, Kobe and Helmov got involved, and Helmov was kidnapped, that's right, and he was a hostage, and Kobe didn't want Helmov to die. And so, yeah, it's like... <laughs> but but Smoker, he's like... um, Those orders that were in your pockets, and Mr. Helmove was like, What? I burned those! And Smoker's like, Gotcha, bitch! Like, he's a crafty motherfucker! So he's not just, like... He, so he's smart, he's strong, he's good, like, he's perfect, except he's a marine, and the marines suck, so he doesn't agree with them, and he's disco- disobeying orders to follow the Straw Hats, so, yeah, <laughs> that's Smoker for you.
1: And here's where I'm sort of starting to find my general appeal with One Piece, because before, like, with, with uh, Baratie, I had said that, like, with how Oda was introducing the characters, um, like, it was... It was effective, but it also, like, something just wasn't fully clicking with me. Whereas, like, this stretch of chapter is, like, there are a lot of moving parts going... Like, like we just had the the little garden thing, mm-hmm. which is, you know, still on our way to Alabasta. But in a sense, it's sort of like its own... It's almost, like, not a self-contained on, story, it's but self... it's like its, it's yeah, own no, it's little so, mini-arc a... within the overall yeah. arc of uh, Baroque works. And then the same thing happens with uh, Drum Place... Mm-hmm. Um, Drum King, Drum right? Island, yeah, King, whatever, yeah. Yes. So like, they're these sort of self-contained stories within a greater story. But then also you've got like Captain Smoker and his, or not Captain, I forget what he is. Smoke, whatever. He is a, No, he's oh, a he captain. Oh, he's a captain. Okay. <laughs> so you've got Captain <laughs> Smoker's crew moving in the background, and you've got you know Mr. Zero's stuff happening, and Mr. Two shows up. So yeah. like, it reminds me a lot of like pro wrestling where you have all these like interwoven <clears throat> narratives because like each person has like okay. obviously each person it, you know uh, like you have people contracted yeah. with your company so you got to have a story for them you got to have a character focused for them and then so like they all have their own narratives but then they all tie in together into this greater narrative um, right, so it's
0: almost like like it's also like comparable like superhero comics where you have like all these different heroes and then they cross over to each other's stories and they reference individual stories. But then there's a, yeah I, that I, probably it's, makes it's, more sense it, to more a, people. It, it creates this yeah it creates a big world you know and that that you just like though the difference is that this is one self-contained story. Like well I guess wrestling I don't know how wrestling is structured. Like I know there are different events, but are uh so. And I know there's different like, are there are there different like because I know there's like WWE, but then there's or like there's like RAW or something like that. Like there's different sub groups and do those crossover or yeah,
1: like there are different companies that are completely disconnected from each other. Well, most of the time they're disconnected. Sometimes though they they'll they, still cross yeah, over every so often. They, yeah, they cheat and so they steal like... narratives from previous things to build the character. But yeah, like you know. So, like, if we're just talking WWE, like, you have a Raw and a SmackDown. They're two separate shows, but they also play into the overall WWE. So, like, there will be, like, crossover and, you know, bleeding between the two. But, like, here it's just... Yeah, and it's this is one this piece. is
0: kind of like that, but on a smaller scale because it's just the one piece. You read through it, you get the SBSs, you get the cover stories, and you get the the in between arc stuff. Like this is what I was talking about earlier with after Logtown, where we see the Marine headquarters. Like that's that's what this is. We're seeing Smoker, and after Little Garden, we see Mister Two. You know, like we're building into you know because because um, Smoker's going to Alabasta. Which means we can assume that he's going to be there, you know. So, which means we have a recurring character in a future arc. So, like they're setting that up, and it's like it's cool because now we're like, oh, if we like Smoker, well, we're getting more of him, and there's a chance he might run into the Straw Hats. You know, how is he going to be dealing with Baroque Works? Because they're they're criminals.
1: Um, so that's that, so that yeah, it's, it's that neat. sort of gives um, one piece this interesting, uh, not juxtaposition, but like you've got like. On one, on the one hand, One Piece has a, a smaller like main main cast, but at the same time, mm-hmm. it probably has a bigger overall cast because you have so many side characters, supporting characters doing stuff factions. all over the place.
0: Yeah, it's like like Hunter Hunter would probably be similar if Hunter Hunter was like as long, like because it's it's similar. It has four main characters. But like the the world is still really big around them, but it's only three hundred ch- three hundred so chapters, so One Piece has had more time to make its setting even bigger. Like even at this point, though, you're getting you're starting to get the sense of the world and Drum in particular. It was interesting rereading it because like there's so many like little things mentioned that are like like the world building that Drum like starts getting into. Like that's the arc where the setting is really getting big in my opinion. Like rereading it, it's like huh. So, like, um, like, there's one thing I definitely, specifically specific thing I want to mention, because I mentioned it earlier on the last episode, uh, because there was, like, a little, a little thing that I thought was interesting, because it was, uh, it it was technically a point of foreshadowing, like, not a major point, but it's, like, it was, it's relevant to the, to this stretch of chapter, so I'll talk about it later, but, um, but it's just, like, there's so many, like, Oda's really good at setting stuff up, and calling backs to stuff, and re, you know, tying tying threads together, you know, and these multiple lines that he crosses over, and it's really, it's, it's a part of the appeal of One Piece, and it's really great. Also, I just realized, just Little Garden alone is almost as long as the last episode in its entirety. <laughs> so yeah, everyone's done. They have the log pose to... Al- the Eternal Pose to Alabasta um, from Sanji. <laughs> I love the p- the page where Sanji's like, like... They're like, man, we're stuck. We we, we can't... Uh, you know, Brogue Works is gone. Uh, the log pose is going to take a year. We can't take the, the Elbaf one. And... <laughs> Sanji's just like, but well, we have this. What's what's wrong? Like, and everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Sanji just, like, saved everyone accidentally off-screen. You know, for to them, it was off-screen. Um, and, uh, so, but yeah, okay. they decide to leave. Uh, Zoro and Sanji are arguing about their food, and... So we get a, another uh, foreshadowing... Uh, the, the, the callback, rather. Uh, what did you think about the giant il- uh, island-eating goldfish whose poop is the size of islands that, uh... <laughs>
1: Usopp seems strangely familiar. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I didn't even notice until you brought it up that there was a connection there.
0: Yeah, in volume three, he was ta- he lied, made a lie to Kai. He said that he he killed this giant goldfish and its meat uh, could feed an island for days. Or no, they're still eating it to this day when he was five years. So it's like this is a, kind of a running gag because this happens a few other times too. But um, it's like like I because someone actually just asked me about this on my Discord and what I answered because like what I think is cool about this, I think it like drives home the idea that the Grand Line is a place beyond imagination because, like, Usopp came up with these wild fantasies that aren't wild fantasies, they're just true. <laughs> like, this, it's, the idea is ridiculous. Like, it's, it sounds like a children's story. A giant goldfish whose poop is the size of the islands, but that, what, are the, what are the. Like, these giants, these are way bigger than people, and they still thought that. <laughs> Yeah, that's land oh no it's poop like it's just so goofy and wild but like and then this, this giant goldfish is actually a threat like it eats them and the giants have to break their weapons the giants who are like comparable strength to luffy to save them and it's like oh my god <laughs> it's it's a cool way to end the arc giants are cool and then we get the flashback explaining why they were fighting because uh <laughs> which one is bigger and of course i love how it's like oh the the skeletons they the the fish were skeletons or that, that that that's what the like it he yeah it's just cool so any final thoughts on little garden
1: well, i love how when they're going into the ship nami is just like no we we need to turn around we shouldn't do this and zoro's just like nami resign yourself and she's just crying but <laughs> just eating this little rice cracker <laughs>
0: Wait, she was eating a rice cracker when she did that? Uh, yeah, the, oh, she yeah is. that's what she's holding <laughs> with the rice adorable. cracker from earlier. Yeah, because, like, yeah, Livia was like, Do you want a rice cracker? <laughs> that's funny. She's just like, and she's, because so, she, Nami is so good.
1: Nami's so like, good. They're just, all so good. Fuck. She's just grown that accustomed to being What's with up? the crew that when Zora's just like, Nami, just stop. It's not. You should know by now, and she's just <laughs> crying, but just eating the rice cracker because she knows.
0: I didn't notice that actually. That's that's. Funny. No, that's probably love, one of my favorite panels little, just in little... the stretch of chapters yes. when it's.
1: It's, it's good.
0: Because, well, like, I, like, I mentioned the one earlier where, like, uh, Brogy calls... Uh, says, Usa, oh, you want to be a giant? And Nami's, like, laughing at him. And you can see it in the panel. Like, she's not, like, laughing at, like, There's no speech bubble. But, it's, like, you, you pay attention to the panel. Boom. <laughs> she's, she's Of course she's laughing at him. Because she's on the same wavelength like the Brogy. And it's funny. So. Oh, man. Yeah,
1: because then you've also got, like, yeah, a Sanji and... Um, cool. What's her name? Sanji and Vivi are still kind of freaking out a bit about what's going on. But, like, you have... Uh, well, obviously Usopp is sort of has the same mindset as Luffy, so that's kind of different. Well, actually, no, Usopp was there before Sanji, so it is sort of interesting that like the original members of the crew, like Luffy, not like Luffy, uh, Zoro, and Nami, they're like on this wavelength, and uh, Usopp just has the same mentality as Luffy in this case. But right, like the newer, so, but, the newer Sanji's people like Sanji off, yeah. and um, Vivi are like, oh, we're still freaking out. This is not. Can we? Are you sure about this? Yeah. You've, so you've got like the 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 two new, the newer smarty guys,
0: Sanji and Vivi. You got the older smarty one, Vivi Anami, and then you have Zoro. He's like the calm, you know, s- strong guy. And then you have Luffy and Usopp, who are the childish, you know. So yeah, you you can like s- divide everyone into like mental groups, <laughs>
1: almost um to go back to the topic of foreshadowing though earlier um the 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 stuff with the giants but one day a little girl changed all that hmm hmm i'm sure that that girl won't matter ever again (laughs) she's she'd be like 105 years old but maybe she'll come well, back. Well, we just were introduced to a character in the next. Well, we will be introduced in the arc that we are about to <laughs> Who's cover. Who's a
0: yeah, hundred, hundred and thirty-nine? So. yeah, she's. It's possible. Um. Yeah. Oh, th- those sword, the weapon hilts that the giants th- threw away, that are broken. Those won't come back later. Um, <laughs> One Piece does that to you because, like. If- Oh it is, no! That's that's obviously silly, but it's like I mean uh, some just throwaway lines, that Uso, lies that Usopp said became like a major point to the end of the arc. So it's like anything can happen. Oh man! So anyway, um, Mister Soros uh, Zoro's is training. He wants to be strong enough to to cut steel, like so the wax wouldn't have been an issue. Um, Mister Two is heading for a uh, little garden to stop, kill Mister Three. Um, and Nami got sick somehow. Like it, she definitely didn't get sick by running around with her belly open in a prehistoric forest. <laughs> that wouldn't have happened. She's too smart for that. Uh, no. <laughs> and I, um, I, I love everyone like reacting to it because like someone must have medical knowledge, right? And they point at they point at Nami. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean she does. Because like that's the thing is because like we saw it back in Baradier too. It's like um, because their crew isn't fully fleshed, or even with Usopp and repairing the ship, like they don't have a dedicated shipwright. To actually fix the ship. They didn't have a cook before Sanji, so, like, you know, they were just kind of doing, doing, and then they don't have a doctor, so they just, like, they lucked out on Arlong Park with the, 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 village doctor, and luckily, like, the characters are just so fucking strong that they just need food, and they'll be fine, you know, because they're just fucking ridiculously strong, but they don't have, but, you know, sickness is something they can't just... <laughs> Luffy, does not hurt to be sick? Well, of course, like, Usopp, Zoro, I don't Sanji, know. and Luffy. have never
1: been sick. Yeah. <laughs> Right, there's just... Even
0: Usopp, and he's like the normal one. Like... That's kind of weird. Um, but yeah, like, baby, the Vivi says, they're like, are you even human? Uh, yeah, they're... Oh, boy. Oh, and I like the little gag where Sanji's like, um, I make sure Vivi and Nami have well-balanced, nutritional, and fresh meals. If something went bad, I would feed it to you guys. <laughs> and they're like, hey. <laughs> I mean, L- Luffy doesn't um, care. Because, of course, Sanji doesn't like wasting food. Well, yeah, like, I feel like, you know, Sanji's totally the type of person, like, if there's a little mold on cheese, he would cut off the mold, you know, and feed it to Luffy and Sanji, or Zoro, <laughs> not Nami. <laughs> um, oh, and... Uh, Nami was hiding news about Alabasta to keep Vivi calm, but, like, I like how there's, like, this whole conflict of, like, you know, Nami's health and the country of Alabasta, like, you know, she's, it's interesting, because, like, Nami, before, she was, like, one billion berries, please, oh, fine, I guess we'll save Vivi, but now she's, like, a comrade, so Nami's, like, being considerate for her feelings, like, the whole point of saving Alabasta is the country, and, you know, they need, so they need to, like, you know, Nami's willing to, like, push past, just, it's just a fever, and, um, well, because I also like how, like, she makes herself indispensable because she saves them from a giant fucking cyclone um that nearly fucking killed them so it's like she says like you know she'll be fine they can move on but like vivi's like no we need you you are you know you're too you know the friendship thing because nami's obviously like yeah they're caring for each other they're trying to consider so vivi's like you know what if we need to get to Val- Alabaster, we need Nami to not be sick. So yeah, let's. It's it's, it's good character interaction and conflict. It's good. Um, I don't. Know, what did you? I I I just explained what was cool about it. What did you have to say? No, I did
1: like that because you have like that was the big thing is. They almost went right into a cyclone, but like it's it's not like entirely their fault. Like not like Vivi <laughs> even says that Nami is special. Like she can detect this stuff like in her bones. Like she she's better. Like she's more than just a normal navigator. Like there's something something special about her. Because like even yes, you have she Zoro has, like, she who's she has a like a oh sense I've been it, yeah. Zoro's just like I've been following this cloud, and Nami's like no you got to read the log <laughs> pose <Zora's... laughs>
0: Yeah, Zoro's like the reverse. He's like a spe- he has he has a very bad sense of direction. <laughs> So like on one, on uh, one hand, has like... on
1: one hand, everyone on the on the merry-go is just an idiot um so like you need nami but on the on the other other hand nami is also really good at navigating because of yes her like just innate ability well, like, to detect like she can stuff. feel
0: like on logtown she felt the barometric pressure like lower she felt like huh it's gonna rain and she that went in the beginning of bu- the buggy arc like you know I, I feel like oda definitely like he he planned for her to have a supernatural sense of you know weather from the beginning Beginning, or at least he retroactively decided that so um yeah and it's like because it's definitely an amazing talent of hers um, but yeah, it, it's all good. It's cool. And I like everyone deciding stuff. And I
1: guess this is, this is the big moment where I guess Vivi fully like, because from this point on, she seems to be pretty, pretty chummy the with crew. the crew. Like,
0: yeah, well, cause she's, she's willing to make, you know, a sacrifice some time in getting to Alabasta, her country, because, you know, she cares, she's the strong, you know, not, I mean, she even said, she does say that like, they need Nami to get to the island in the first place, which is probably true, but like, I mean, well, no, they do have the, the log post. So it's like, if they hadn't moved at that one point um they would have died but uh probably
1: i mean yeah it's good because like but you at have the same time the ca- like you you yeah. also brought it up with nami earlier so like you have the the straw hats getting more accustomed to vivi and vivi getting more accustomed to them and it's it's good good character progression yeah.
0: so anyway they um yep they decide to find another uh, somewhere somewhere closer than alabasta um, and
1: there's a person on the water. So they decided to
0: kind of send. Yes, they sail about randomly, and they, they find a, a stretch of sea that's more wet, uh, like the, we, the because they talk about the weather islands. And Nami actually mentioned it. back, I don't know if you remember. She mentioned um, reverse mountain being a winter island back before they were heading up the mountain because I think it had to do with the like the tides and how the water sank. Or something like it had to do with the flow of the currents and stuff too. So like river, it's it's eternally winter on Reverse Mountain basically, just like it is eternally winter on Drum. So um so Nami was aware of that idea at least that the Grand Line has different weather patterns. But um because yeah that's the thing is every every island of the Grand Line has its own weather and magnetic field, and that's why like the Little Garden's been prehistoric for so long. And uh of course and that's how they're able to find Drum because it's it's constantly winter around Drum. So and of course uh, their first encounter. Well I love how like. Like... I feel like this arc Otis maybe, maybe, maybe he's done this before, but, like, he's trying different, some different stuff with his, with his comedic paneling, like, you posted two uh, reaction shots from Waple, um, yesterday with a zoom, and I, I love zooms, <laughs> I find them funny, um, like, to the point where if, if so, if a zoom happens normally in a movie, if, if it's not supposed to be funny, I'll laugh anyway, <laughs> like, if it just zooms in on something, like, it's just, it's just humorous to me, and then, um, well, because here when they're encountering, chess uh like there's a there's the four panels of like reaction shots there's like zoro luffy usopp chess and then the next page all of them with like an exclamation point because because they're just having a chummy conversation like boy it sure is cold today yeah it sure is cold and they're just like like casually just like yeah and it's just like he, he I, I haven't seen him do this before so it, it was just it was neat
1: and then a giant ship explodes out of under the water yep
0: a giant submarine with uh, uh i like how he's like a pirate at first but then it's like he's got a crown on his figurehead and his flag so it's like oh yeah of course he's a king when, when we find out later um if there was any doubt but um so yeah anyway Wapol yeah Wapol shows up he's got a weird devil fruit uh he eats stuff um he can eat anything and he gets in a fight with Luffy because he doesn't like people talking back to him you know, he, he well, g- g- well, this is, I guess, now I think about it, it kind of goes back to the idea I talked about with Shanks and Buggy, where Shanks was talking about, like, you know, it, being a pirate means free, but it also means you have to fight other pirates. And, like, yeah, like, Waple, he's, he's you know, he's used to having complete freedom, and now he's, like, excising that on the, st- I, I don't know if that's a word, um exercising that on the Straw Hats. And, um, of course they, they disagree. Like, so it's a, it's a clash of freedoms in a sense. Um, did you have any thoughts about the action? Um, cause it was pretty short, but, uh, cause if they, they fight Waple's crew briefly or the scene in general, anything about Waple at first or cause I have something to say, but I want to give you a chance.
1: Um, I mean, I don't know. I thought it was kind of funny how like Sanji is going out to like, what's going on? And then he's just got bunch of guns in his face like oh hello <laughs>
0: this is what's going on
1: um I definitely did think like I talked to you sort of before the podcast that I didn't feel as though Wapol was like not an amazing antagonist for this I mean like he worked obviously in the context of this arc but like you get this sort of you get this confrontation here and like I certainly didn't expect like oh wait he's gonna come back and be the main antagonist in this arc that's I like I certainly wasn't expecting that um mm-hmm. so that, w- that was interesting well, like I, I think Ergon. it's not something that i feel like often happens in these kind of arcs where like you introduce the main antagonist first before they've even gotten to the destination um and like it's just a little precursor
0: that's that's the thing about this arc is it kind of felt like the reverse of uh, arcs in other ways like compare this to bradier where bradier they need a chef and they go to a a a, a ship with a ton of different chefs here um they go they need a doctor and they go to an island with no doctors so it's like it's a bit of the reverse in this that way and yeah well, and like I said they meet the antagonist first but what I thought was interesting is that like Luffy handily defeats Wapol yeah like and the later fight it isn't like oh no this this is a guy who's like Wapol is constantly like running away trying to get an advantage like he's it's again Luffy is stronger than Wapol off the bat but how they handle it is different in that Luffy defeats him like the first thing and the later fight like yeah we we as an audience know that Wapol is not as strong as Luffy and that's utilized in the encounter because Wapol needs to get he he needs to get he's trying to eat weapons and stuff to get power so he can actually fight luffy and luffy's just trying to fucking chase his ass down and beat the shit out of him because we know he can he just needs to fucking do it Uh yeah that's
1: that's what i do like about this arc i mean it's different and like i said i feel like wapol is a more underwhelming antagonist but like the arc also sort of treats him as a more underwhelming like because like yeah. you have this fight, he gets beaten at the start of the arc. So like there you go. There's not really much of a reason to be right, concerned it's, it's, it's about not a battle, like,
0: like Craig, where it's like, or, yeah, or yeah, it, it is, is sort of like, he's like you know, Oda sort weak. of like yeah, he's weaker. Er, I don't know if on. I'd
1: say it's subverting what he's done before, but like you were this this character gets all this build up only to get handily defeated by Luffy. That doesn't happen with with Wapol. He is defeated right off the bat, and then he gets defeated again later on. So like right. it, like he he right. has this reputation about him, like a big thing with him later on his status but it's it's interesting how mm-hmm. like before characters who had who had that status like that was they were built upon that status and then it was at the very end where it got knocked down whereas here like we already know that Luffy can beat Wapol like there's no concern about it there so mm-hmm. it's not like he, he isn't yeah, like it, the, definitely... the other ones before I guess were treated as more serious threats Um, like Krieg everyone is talking about oh my god Don Krieg he's he's so amazing and then yes. he gets beaten by Luffy Um,
0: right right well because I think the difference is like a lot of the- Luffy's opponents at this point have been like infamous pirates or brogue works where they're like hardened criminals, you know? um But with Waple, he was, he was a few months ago, he was a king of a country, and then he, his, he's most well known for running away. Like, that's the thing, it's like when, when Blackbeard attacked Drum, Waple ran away with his army. He didn't defend his country at all. Like, and, um, so, you know, he, he, there's no one, no one, there's no one to build him up because he's never done anything. Um, so he he is just like this this nobody though though but he is really strong like he did keep his island in, in check for a while but everyone fucking hates him so um but they don't really like fear him in the same way they do uh creak Kri- Kri- you know so yeah it's neat how he's you know re-
1: he, or what's up oh no nothing i'm just clearing you my said, throat um,
0: oh, okay but yeah it's neat how he's changing up to the structure uh or how he's you know ordering events um so yeah then we get um to more interesting stuff where they make land on the island and immediately they are told they are told the reasonable thing and uh yeah please pirates uh leave like that makes sense when you think about it like of course they're gonna act like that um but um they have a specific reason for acting like that and you get a really interesting encounter Ah, uh, what did you think about you know Vivi getting shot and uh, her criticizing Luffy's uh, captain, Captain C? She because she she even says like you know you're a failure as a captain. Impulsiveness doesn't solve anything. Like what did you know? What did you have to think about this moment?
1: I'm I'll be interested if this does anything with Luffy's character later on because obviously in this arc like a big thing a big thing for Luffy in this arc was like up until the final battle a big thing was restraint like Sanji also builds on this later where he says no you can't fight these guys because you've got Nami and every every attack you take Nami's gonna feel that so you gotta you know so Luffy has to run really in this arc like he does does less fighting um, whereas like before yeah. like I have joked about how Oda will always do something at the start of an arc to like <laughs> ha- to keep the strong <laughs> characters out of the action like oh Zoro gets tied up on the ship I wonder what's gonna happen oh he's captured that's what Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: And, of course, just last last arc, Sanji's off ticking around in a forest, Luffy's trapped, Zoro's trapped, like, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So, like,
1: instead of that happening here, it's more of, like, a character, um, like, because Sanji and, uh, Vivi had sort of told Luffy this, Luffy's like, well, crap, now I can't fight, even if I'm the only one here, so I just gotta run. So, like, it's it's interesting. Um, I don't know if it's more of, like, I don't know if I would see this as something that Luffy's character needs to really grow from, but just be, it's just, like, Luffy is an idiot. So like, when someone tells him to do something, he'll he'll do it. Like, it, or at least in this instance, like, hey, you're too reckless. Um, you're got to protect Nami. That's why we're here. You gotta you gotta be humble. You gotta be res- yeah, show restraint. he
0: he's, been, he's being put into a situation that he hasn't been in before. Like, normally, because normally he would, you know, uh, uh, you know, Vivi got shot. Like, what is his normal reaction to comrades of his getting, you know, hurt or abused is, you know, to retaliate against those who did it, but, like, that's not going to help the actual, like, the actual situation is, you know, Nami's in danger, so you know, Vivi tells, like, Vivi is a a royal, you know, she knows diplomacy, Luffy's a fighter, you know, so it's like...
1: He sort of just has to do what he's told, really, like, that's his sort of solution, is like, He sees Vivi, you know, bowing her head and saying, hey, we're not, you know, she's like trying to Mm -hmm. get on their good side, try to show that they don't have malicious intent. And so Luffy just kind of follows her example.
0: Right, right. Because, well, because that's the thing with Luffy back from Arlong, it's like, he's good at the things he can do. And this is not a situation where he's the things he will he can do are the right answer so he, he has to you know call, cool his tits basically um and it is it's definitely like yeah he's he's not you know he can be he can he can turn it tune down his recklessness if he needs to um he can be more prudent than that so and yeah it's it's, it's cool
1: i also like the recurring gag that pops up in this in this arc where luffy I, is just mm-hmm. he's you know, just in his sleeveless shirt, and then someone will say, "Hey, aren't you cold?" And then he'll be like, "Oh, <laughs> it's cold." Oh yeah, I am cold. <laughs> right, because he's so—he's just so
0: excited, he doesn't even think about things like things. And then he—he's you know, reminded. It's like almost like a Looney Tunes thing, where it's like he doesn't fall until he sees the that there's no ground underneath him. <laughs>
1: kind of. Now yeah. I,
0: I think about it. Um, it's it's very goofy. But um, speaking of gags, I also love the other one where it's like. A bear, play dead. But like, oh, it's a hiking bear. Just be sure to, to to bow. And then like, there's a couple times when they they run into the old to the middle-aged lady with the who's shopping and, <laughs> Luffy and stuff are like a bear, and then they bow to her.
1: <laughs>
0: and it's so stupid, but it's so good because, oh my god. Um, yeah, just little, just, I, I, I like Otto's humor, but I can't really say anything about other than point it out and say that I like it, so, yeah. So anyway, Dalton, um, you know, he recognizes their restraints. you know, understands, like, hey, these parents are a little different, um, you know, let's bring them in. And he starts to explain, kind of, like, their situ- why there are no doctors, um, well and just or like this is a country without a name because the the king left so yeah and you mentioned the status thing earlier and like yeah there's a, there's a very like cuz cuz you know Wapole he was you know he was the former ruler and tyrant and he separated himself from the people you know they were pawns for him to manipulate and have fun. like he you know he just like eh i feel like I, you know, can have control over all the doctors, so I'm gonna exile doctors, except for mine, and then, but Dalton, he's, he's, he stays with the people, he's, you know, he's not, he's living low, below down, not in a giant castle by very, everyone, so yeah, and Dalton, Dalton's a cool boy, and yeah, they get briefed on the, the, the mountain witch doctor, uh, who, who comes down on her flying sleigh, uh, to, to deliver, um, to, instead of cookies, she t- just takes whatever the fuck she wants, and instead of Presence. she gives medical treatments um this this twisted old santa and of course luffy doesn't care about the situation he's just like hey nami uh the doc there's a doctor on a mountain uh we gotta climb it <laughs> but yeah it's like luffy luffy can do this he can he can take her up there so but so yeah he and sanji decide to go save her because sanji's like sanji sanji cares about ladies so of course he's just gonna he's, he's gonna watch luffy and yeah dalton explains that a pirate named blackbeard attacked the country um,
1: blackbeard hmm that's probably I, not important
0: i mean well because i if you've been reading the SBS, you'll notice that Oda names a lot of, uh, he names his characters after famous pirates, like, I think Zoro, or Ro- the Roranora, is like, Lola Noyes, yeah. or something, like, I don't, it's French, and I don't, I don't have no idea how to pronounce it, but yeah. So he's like, I think Alvida too. Like, he, he just names his characters after pirates, and here he is, naming a character after the most, like, one of the most infamous pirates in history, so it's like, <laughs> um, yeah. And of course, and of course he's doing the, like, um, I, did I mention this before? I, I feel like I must have, but it's like, Oda loves to do like silhouettes like he did it with the warlords of the sea and now he's doing it with the blackbeard pirates. but like he'll show like ominous silhouettes of these characters that are you know that maybe they'll show up later and the silhouette will be filled out uh though i will say that like uh a lot of his silhouettes are wrong um like especially with the warlords of the sea because like they're all roughly the same height in uh that uh silhouette thing and they all have swords but it turns out like uh they're not all roughly the same height and almost
1: none of them have swords (laughs) so it's like you know his his mind changes over the course of the so kind of like what kishimoto did with the akatsuki where it's like who's the fish
0: yes Who's the who's the fish?
1: Yes, I did you're right, I didn't think about the Akatsuki because uh, that was that was a
0: thing. <laughs> and so it's like it's fine, it's normal for the designs to change over the time, but I was just I was also curious as to like which ones were supposed to be which uh characters and which ones got changed the most, you know? Like what were the original designs like that's what I'm curious about. Cuz they were such distinct silhouettes. Like these ones are really like simple, like they look like like one pirate seems to have a sword, one has like a, a big gun over his shoulder, you know? And there's like a really small one off to the side. So like, who who are they? Like, you know, but but they're very like the the their cloaks or whatever capes really hide their silhouettes. So it's like they're not as detailed as the Akatsuki ones were in my memory. Like. Um, or at least the Katsuki ones betrayed, like, very distinctive attributes. Like, these guys just have, like, pirate hats and weapons. Like, you know, so it's th- there's a different, like, level of detail to them, so. But yeah, Wapole um, Blackbeard attack, Wapole left. Vivi got pissed because she, of course, she's, uh, actually royalty, so she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> And the country, you know, the people just want to rebuild, but he's just this, this shadow over them. So anyway, we get a bit where, so yeah, Luffy and Sanji are running. They're, they're just like having a casual chat while being attacked by a a, a Lapin, a baby you know, man-eating rabbit. Um, like, they're just talking about stupid shit. Like, Luffy's like, hey, did you know people in snow countries don't sleep because they'll die? And Sanji's like, that's retarded. (laughs) It's so uh, it's so good. <laughs> just good character action and them not giving a fuck. And
1: then finally the rabbit jumps in and Sanji just punts it like a football. <laughs>
0: And, of course, that pisses off the other the, the others. Um, and then while that's happening, you have uh, Waffle noted, finally finds Island. Um, then the, they find out that the Doc K- Kureha is de- not at the castle. And she gets a great inner. I love Kureha. Honestly, I might say she's my favorite, like, side character so far. Honestly. Like, she's so good. Like, I just... She's such... Like, her, her fucking person- abrasive personality and her just fucking, like, authority and, like... <laughs> She just, like, busts down this fucking door and is like, Bitch, I'm fucking... Where's this? Where's the sick child? And she's just like... But she, you know, helps him and, you know, delivers treatment. And she's just really
1: good. <laughs> I, I, I had a, What did you think about Kareha overall? Uh, yeah. Good character. I liked her. I didn't really have a whole lot to take away from her. Although now, looking at this page spread, I am reminded of the thing I brought up earlier where... Because um, this is pointed out in the SBS, which is why I think it's interesting that, like, it's... It's, like, still... Because, like, uh, Chopper, his, his name, like, there's a space, mm-hmm. so it's, like, Tony, Tony Chopper, but apparently it's, like, one word, like, Tony, Tony, and then Chopper. But, like, because, cause like, in the SBS, okay, Oda was like, oh, no, there was a typo, because it's, it's one word, Um, but then here it's... Or, okay. Well, two two names, rather, but here it's three. Yes,
0: Tony, Tony is his first name, and Chopper, or, no, or other way around. Uh, Yeah, Tony, Tony would be his uh, surname, and Chopper would be his given name, like, Luffy is his uh given yeah but like here so, here yeah. it's
1: uh it's like three as opposed to two names and then yeah. it's brought up and then like after after it's brought up in the sbs i thought like oh well maybe maybe viz just kept it this way to like keep the sb like so that the sbs didn't seem pointless but then after the sbs it's still <laughs> it's still three names instead of two so i don't know okay yeah i don't,
0: I don't know either. But yeah, Luffy's climbing the mountain. He's showing his restraint as much as he wants to fight. But Sanji's also kind of like the worst choice because he can't get a good kickoff. Like if Zoro was here, he'd have his swords, and he doesn't. You know, I mean, maybe they're sharp, so at least they're they're a little bit more uh, capable if you don't have good footing, I suppose. So the footing footwork is really important in sword play. But um, we're talking about cartoon characters here too. I don't know. Um, Waffle makes land, and well, because I, I, I um, you know, Zoro's Zoro's dicking around. He he's just like swimming, and so it's like it kind of goes back to, like, the strong characters are all, like, gone when Wapole's here. So it's only, like, so that leaves, like, things to, like, Dalton, pretty much, because he's the only, like, strong character remaining. Um, and also we get introduced to the third class of Devil Fruit. Like, I told you, like, this is the first time another one is named, though, because I mentioned that Luffy has a Paramecia type, which are, they, they kind of just affect the body. Like, they're kind of the other category. Smoker has a Logia type, because he can turn into, like, an element. Um, distinction. Mr. Three is not a Logia. Um, it, it's Okay, so I guess to kind of explain the two big points that separate Paramecias from Logis, because people definitely had this, um, uh, were uncertain about some of the details in the past, but, like, Paramecias have a solid body. Like, if you punch Mr. Three, he will get hurt, because he can't turn into wax to, like, evade the blow. And, uh, well, Smoker can. And the other distinction is, um, basically what the material, like, what they transform into. Because, like, rubber, wax, um, those are, like man made uh materials basically like wax uh, like candle wax does not form in nature you know rubber comes is processed from a tree You're right so uh, but smoke does occur naturally fire occurs naturally. So that's basically the distinction. So elements and man-made materials basically is what the distinction between Paramecia and Logia. And of course zones are animals. Uh, So Dalton Dalton has the the ox fruit. um, So he transforms into an ox. And Chopper has the human fruit because humans are animals so like like right off the bat we're introduced to like a, a, a weird example of it of it of his own fruit i think so just explain clarifying some things for the future because some people do have misinterpretations of like or at least in the hit past hopefully it's better now but yeah of what devil fruits are and it not that like there are later exceptions kind of that it, it's weird it's weird but um so yeah the Lopins start an avalanche Wapole is causing havoc dalton steps in uh did you have any thoughts on anything that i passed so far because i haven't been I kind of speeding through a couple chapters though we've already talked about some of this like retro uh before so
1: yeah no nothing really yet okay
0: but yeah dalton gets in a fight with waple you know he's he you know he's he just uh, he doesn't want this shitty king but unlike well he gets taken down because he cares about the the townsfolk and waple doesn't so you know very familiar um with the tyrants they always do that shit then the avalanche starts And I like how it's like this, like what Luffy and Sanji are doing kind of like reverberates to the whole island. Um, That's kind of neat. Oh, and so something comes up again where, you know, he and like Luffy and Sanji end up on a tree and they're coming up to a rock and Sanji throws Luffy off and takes the hit. He like he, he takes the impact. And that goes back to Arlong where Sanji is sacrificing himself for, for others, basically. And, um, you know, well, and even then he was even influenced by Zeph, and Zeph sacrificed his, you know, tried to, you know, he didn't need to eat anything except his leg for the sake of Sanji. So it's like, yeah, we're, we're building up to more of this, this character. Um, there, just, it's just another moment of his character trait, um, that I hadn't connected before, um, <laughs> rereading the series. So, um, just thought I'd point that out because it's there. So, okay, here's a scene I thought was a little strange, strange. And, okay, see, normally I'm, like, the, I'm the one who understands Luffy's character. Um, but there was... So, you have the Lopins. They... First, they were just being annoying and attacking this Luffy and Nami and Sanji randomly. Um, then they started the earthquake. Sanji got hurt. And then, despite all of that, um, Luffy saves the, uh, the Lopin. He... He... It's... He pulls it out of the the snow, and I thought that was interesting because Luffy's normally not heroic. Would you read that moment as heroic? Like, what did you think? Did you have a thought on that that as you read it? Did you just like glaze over it or gloss over it or what?
1: I don't know. I just yeah, I just kind of glossed over it. I didn't think anything of it. Like, I mean, if I had to guess,
0: it's like Luffy doesn't kill. You know, even like even like monsters like you know Craig and Arlong, Krieg and Arlong, um, and you know Kuro. Like, he never kills anyone. So, but I don't know if he outright has a no death code. Like, it's not like with uh, no, because
1: like there have been moments where he's been fighting people before, and he's like, "Oh, they're not dead," almost as if like he expected hmm. maybe they were dead.
0: Well, because I know Zoro, uh, mm, maybe yeah. See, see, I'm not sure if that's like a yeah. I don't think I don't think Luffy would like avoid like and he tried to kill (laughs) Zoro when he thought Zoro killed the bounty hunters so it's like yeah like I don't think Luffy would necessarily not kill but it hasn't really been brought up so far um so it just I I don't know I'm not saying like this moment is like out of character but it definitely seems a bit strange for his character you know um like but then again like hmm maybe not that strange but um because yeah he's just randomly helping a former antagonist and, like, he barely even helps, like, like, with Baratier, he's like, I'll help you if you alleviate my debt, or, um, stuff like that, so it's, it just seems a little weird, I guess. Um, maybe someone in the comments will have something I didn't notice, because, I mean, it becomes relevant later, with, the, when the Lopins help Luffy, for when Wapol attacks... Because Waffle comes in and he's being a dick, and Luffy can't fight, and the Loppins save him. But, uh, yeah.
1: Well, I'm trying to think if any of the other antagonists have, like, showed any sort of, like, loyalty to each other. Like, I don't know if that's something Luffy, like, can sympathize with. Because, like, I mean, he's also got, like, Nami and Sanji with him, so, like, he's protecting them. So, like, I don't know if he sees this other creature trying to protect this other one. I don't know. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, duh. Duh. I, Luffy connects to things, and he saw the, the baby Lopin caring more about, you know, protecting its, uh... <sighs> damn it! I'm a fool! That makes sense. Okay. Uh, that, yeah. Um, and of course, and then that follow, that's followed up with Lopin's protecting Luffy, so, okay, yeah, that makes When you put it under the lens of protect... See, I didn't think about Bleach hard enough. That's my was my issue. I didn't go back to protection. <laughs> um... But anyway, yeah, so yeah, Luffy is able to make it to the mountain, and he, you know, he, as a, as a fucking, I think there's one part where he, like, yeah, his hands are fucking bloody. Um, the anime even went a little further with it, because there's, like, the part where he slides down, I think you could see streaks of red in the stone he, like, crushed as he slid down it's a little it's a little painful looking um, but yeah you know he he climbs oh <laughs> yeah um we oh yeah we cut back to the bottom of the mountain with uh vivi and oh did you have anything else to say on the luffy getting reaching the castle or
1: Probably not. Um, like, uh, no, honestly. yeah, like the the climb in the rock was pretty painful, and then like I was wondering, like, is he gonna fall? Like, is he gonna make it? Like, is his is like I don't know, because I don't know. Like, he even he, there's even Wait, that he, point he, where he, he like he drops Sanji, and he's like, oh no, he's gotta catch him. So I was like, is is his body right, going right. to make it? But no, he made it. It's a good-looking castle. Yep, well, and then, like, once he made it, the it
0: starts to collapse, but he gets saved by a mysterious uh, a big dude with a hat that looks familiar. Who is this mysterious? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's... Uh... Anyway, we cut back to Vivian Usopp, and Usopp's, like, almost, like, passing out from the cold, and Vivi just beats the fucking shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, you're swollen from the frostbite. Yeah, that must be hits. <laughs> fucking Vivi, like... <laughs>
1: She's, she's and so of good. course like she's just dragging him around by the nose because that's what you do with Usopp.
0: <laughs> yes, and well, even better is like right after that, like Zoro Zoro sees like Vivi and uh and he, like looks at Usopp and it zooms in on the nose and is like Usopp.
1: He <laughs> recognizes
0: like, that's how he recognizes him. And he's just, like, out in the fucking wilderness with no swords. And uh, <laughs> they get back to the town, and it's being attacked by Wapol's soldiers, and Zoro's just like, those guys from before! And he runs up and fucking punches one, and then he's like, clothes! Like, no, that's the only reason he was- See, this is why I was, like, had to think about the lap- Lopin moment before, because the Straw Hats don't just do nice things. <laughs> like, <laughs> Usopp and Vivi didn't get involved in the fighting. Zoro was the first one involved in the fighting. Not because he wanted to do the right thing, but because he wanted warm clothes. Like, the fucking- the, the Straw hats. <laughs> oh my god. Um, did you have any more moments on the VV Usopp Zoro stuff? Or or any thoughts on that? It's, it, it was just a, a small thing. But just kind of moving. Like, these are where the, ca- the characters aren't dead. Yeah. So anyway, we go back to the castle. And I love the just the sh- all the... The, the the i guess the, the aesthetic of the castle like with all the fucking science shit and fucking torture tools and skulls and like curry uh design sense is uh, no, interesting yeah i really like the, of the, the intricacy of um, like
1: this room setup like there's so many little little details drawn into this just these little establishing shots right like the
0: chair and then like and and even and even then it's like there's like there's like a bat on the chair and like the skulls and like there's a lot of it's iron like um, Cause I mean, her her stuff is probably taken from like villagers, so she probably just like took what she thought looked nice, you know, and what
1: whatever works. you have got this little um, like contraption it's, it's, she's it, made where like you have this like ice pack sitting on Nami's forehead, hanging off the 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 uh, handle of an axe. So like on the other side is this axe. <laughs> That's not dangerous. Yep. <laughs> You're right, it is. <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> I didn't notice that it was tied no I know, saw
0: the axe but it's cuz she she I'm pretty sure she grabs it later, but she I didn't notice that it was tied to her ice pack. Like <laughs> And then we get introduced to Chopper and like it's interesting like like looking at him at, even at this first panel and comparing him to like at the end of the arc, like he he gets slowly gets cuter across the series in general. But even in just this arc alone, he gets, like, a little cuter. Because apparently, like, o- Oda didn't want him to be, like, a mascot character. Like, um, Bleach had Kone. Um, Hunter x Hunter doesn't really have one. But, like, I'm trying to think of like, examples that you would know. Because, like, a lot of, sh- a sh- like, a fairy tale has a, or a happy, uh, rave master has plu. Like, a lot of these, these action show series, like, I don't, maybe it's an editor thing or a magazine thing, but they try to give these, they, it's a marketing thing, I guess, where they try to give these characters a small little marketable thing that they, so they could sell stuff. And apparently Oda didn't want Chopper to be that, so he designed him to be, uh, like, less cute at first. Like, his is way more pronounced, and he doesn't look adorable in the same way he does even by the end of the arc. So, um, just a slight change in the design.
1: Well, I don't know. I think, like, I think but, yeah, by the can... characterization that? Um, that Chopper gets in this yeah. arc, like, I, you know, it's it's fine. He's, he's more than just a mascot character. He has an actual personality yeah. and story. So, like... If he's also cute, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just thought it was interesting
0: how he changes pretty quick. Well, like, no, Usopp also changed pretty quickly. Like, cause it's like you know from like just from the his first uh, appearance to like just in Bratia and stuff where his his nose is already starting to get a little bit more longer and uh, it, you know parts of it like it bends and stuff. Like he's using it more in the gags, or the visual gags. But uh, yeah, just little design changes. Like I'm sure if you pick up all you want, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, that that art's different. Like, but it's still pretty fresh in your memory, I'm sure. I like uh, this yeah. gag
1: of Chopper trying to, like, hide behind a corner, but he does it backwards.
0: <laughs> he's so cute and stupid. Yeah, because, well, you see, he's, like, he's also like Luffy and Usopp, and then he's childish. Because he's younger, I think he's he's 15, where Usopp and Luffy are 17, but he's a reindeer, too. And um, so, he, of
1: course, he, he didn't have that human experience of growing up, yeah, he, so... Um... He yeah, does come off as more of a child than, like, the rest of them. Like, ju- I guess it's just, like, his, his yeah. story uh, or his... Well, I mean, I won't... I guess I won't... I, it doesn't matter. I mean, we're, we'll get to it eventually. We'll get to it later. But, um... Well, because
0: he is, like... He's even just smaller in general, which makes him feel feel more like a child. Just But he can yeah, get bigger. Yeah, I guess that's, and the, that's the obvious thing. thing, too. But, like... Well, even then, but even big characters... Like, I, I think of, like, Lenny from Of Mice and Men. Like, even big characters can are still written to be dumb and childish at times, you know? because the juxtaposition, uh, you know, um, so, so he's kind of like, yeah, he, even though he can get bigger, he's still, he still comes across as childish, so, yeah, he because de- you know, he does definitely come off as more childish than Luffy and Usopp, because he doesn't have the, like, the life experience, you know, I suppose, and he, he's literally, literally raised in a jungle. <laughs> Uh, or a frozen wasteland if you will um but uh, koreha comes in and she explains to nami her sickness um <laughs> and that it would have killed her um and of course it's like um Kureha's, like super old so of course she would be the one to have a cure for a fucking prehistoric disease right yeah. <laughs> um.
1: can i just say i do like now i'm probably just saying this because i'm so accustomed to anime tropes But, because, like, when when Correa Mm -hmm. checks her, her stomach, she, like, just grabs her shirt and lifts it up. And that's usually where the anime is like, oh, but, there, but, there, but, there, but there, girl, the but the she's a girl but that that doesn't happen here. Like it's just there's your yeah. your wound. She's a professional. Yeah. Like like because there'd and be Navi's no reason like, oh, for okay, it. Yeah. I mean I don't know. Um, I would assume that hopefully the anime takes it the same well, like, way. Because, and and like if, there's like, no reason see, for it to I know happen Ma- here. And I'm just nitpicking now. What
0: am I doing? No, no. Well, I was gonna say like because if it was Mashima doing it in Fairy tale or something like that, you would have seen the boobs, you know, the under boob or something. Like it would have been it would have been drawn to be more. Well, it's hands- not even necessarily about how it's drawn.
1: It, I guess I'm thinking more of like how the character reacts. Like Nami doesn't freak out and get oh, flustered that, or I anything. I see how you mean.
0: Yeah, yeah. But um, again,
1: like I don't know why I'm nitpicking yeah, yeah. this. But well, I mean, it helps that
0: creas a woman, so yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, maybe not. Anyway. Maybe that um, it doesn't matter. crea's design is so like. Like she, if you like, she has the body of a, of a of one of Oda's normal females, but her face is uh, She's just like super old, so it's like well, cause she's always like uh, like um when when she first sets in, it's like uh like she wants to re- really wants to explain the secret of her youth, but like so she keeps mentioning like that, but no one no <laughs> one cares. Like <laughs> I gotta admit uh, though that uh, it's like, a funny now, guy,
1: now that I, I look like. at her design again, Koreha is pretty pretty aesthetic. Like I uh, uh, love of the pants, where it's got like the one half. Is just the straight black, and then yes. you've got like the striped white. Ah, it's good. She's very fashionable, even though she's a hundred and four. She's, <laughs> she's yeah. She she was actually born
0: and an adult when Dory and Brogy started fighting. Oh my god! So it's like, <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, Luffy and Sanji uh <laughs> try to eat Chopper because uh, he's food, and then we find out that uh when Luffy got up to the castle, he wanted like even though he was like weakened and frozen and stuff, he went you know he he of course was more concerned about Luffy and Sanji and of course he mentions the word friends which Chopper's a little a little awkward about um,
1: yeah i do so i yep. do like the and... moment where she's checking on Nami and then Luffy like even though he's pretty much unconscious Um, He's still, like, with his bloody hands, just grabs her. And she's like, my friends, you can't hurt my friends, even though he can't really do anything. It's good. Mm -hmm. Luffy's good. Yep. So, anyway, Luffy wants uh, Kareha to join the crew, because
0: she's a doctor, her. uh, But, obviously, she's not having that. Oh, and I like the little bit where uh, Chopper goes in to see Nami. And, you know, because he doesn't want her to get out of bed. And she, like... (sighs) It's a really, cu- it's really cute when Chopper gets uh, complimented, and he's like, "I don't accept thanks from humans." Like he he talks shit about them for complimenting him, and like, but he obviously loves the compliment. But like, that's the thing is like, you know, because he's neither a human or a reindeer. He's like, so he's a freak in between. Like his self confidence is in the shitter. Like the poor dude. So any little compliment, he's like, he fucking adores it, and he, but he he doesn't accept it either. And that's it's it's so it's uh, cute, but it's also kind of sad. Uh, choppers uh, and we get to the back we're almost to the backstory oh my god uh, oh man um uh choppers choppers cute and good choppers good they're all all the straw hats are good that's like a rule See, uh,
1: another thing that's really interesting about this this arc compared to like other we need to recruit this person arcs is that like well for the for starters like you have luffy trying to you know he obviously knows that Kore has a doctor so he's like hey you join my crew um Meanwhile, like, mm-hmm. Nami is over here sort of, like, befriending Chopper, and, like, she's the one who first extends the invitation to him, which is interesting, because, like...
0: That's that is pretty diff- rare, yeah, that, like, um, it's always Luffy who's excitedly um, asking people to join.
1: But, like, so far, Luffy hasn't had a chance to really get to know Chopper or anything, and, of course, like, by the end of the arc, he doesn't really know anything about Chopper's story, he just sees him and he's like oh it's a cool reindeer why not join us and he, he just...
0: didn't even know exactly he didn't even know he was a doctor that was the like he's like why do we why do you think we brought chopper in the crew and, and luffy's like uh cool reindeer monster and Sanji's like emergency food supply <laughs> like they don't even know that he's a doctor <laughs> fucking luffy but of course like once he yeah because yeah nami does you know she extends out uh, uh, invitation pretty soon too but chopper like he 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 doesn't he yeah, he, he 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 he's a reindeer. He can't live with humans. He doesn't want to go to the outside world. Like he's been treated, treated shit like here. Like how's the outside gonna be? And then, um, but like, well, cause you get, you get the moment later where um, they're Sanji and Luffy are about to close the door, but there's the snowbirds on top, and like they see that chopper has like a heart. You know, he's not. A monster, and Luffy's. That's when Luffy's like, "Hey, he's a monster. He could shape change. I want him to join my fucking crew." <laughs> like that's that's when it shifts. When he he connects to him a little bit and understands, starts to understand Chopper. So yeah, it's it's good.
1: I also just sort of like Kureha's personality, or rather like the way she sort of treats Chopper. Like she's like, "Oh, you're trying to seduce my reindeer without permission." And Nami's like, oh, I need permission. And she's like, no, take him. But, I mean, because, like... Right, right. She want, She's
0: she's like Zeph in that she wants him to... She wants Chopper to go and follow his dreams and adventure and, you know, see the world. But, like, he's, he's held back by his, you know... Hangups and issues, cause like we see his backstory, and it's like like even from birth he had a blue nose, so he's just like almost never had like a belonging. Like he's always been the weird reindeer. And they need a devil fruit, and then he tried to get, connect the humans because oh I need the human fruit, I'm a human now. But nope, he's there, a snowman. Fucking shoot it, like. <sighs> Chopper? just like, it's chopper. <laughs> but anyway, a Waple arrives, unless you had anything else to say. Well, I
1: mean, I do think it is it, there is also just that moment where Luffy and Sanji are like monster, and then you know, he's yes. uh, Chopper's walking away, and Luffy's like, "What Chop- an interesting guy. Let's recruit him."
0: Yeah, like, yeah, it's cause, well, because Chopper, like, hears monsters, like, "Oh yeah, they're humans, of course." You know, they're gonna they're gonna see me that way, but he doesn't see the whole thing, because like, well, that's the thing. I think Sanji even says it later. Luffy's a monster. Like, he, I love that fucking smile when he says it too. Like, Sanji's so good when he's like, "Yeah, Luffy's a rubber man." So in other words, he's a monster. Like, because that's the thing is like, Chopper, he's he's always seen himself as this freak, and like, at, yeah, at this point in the Grand Line, things are weird. But in the broader scope of the world, Chopper is obs- obscenely normal. Like, there's nothing weird about a reindeer who's eating the devil fruit. Like, he—he's not. He sees himself as a monster because of you know his backstory and just everyone he's... But and is just shitty self-confidence as a result. But like, yeah, he. He, there. Luffy is was has always been a monster, pretty much since the beginning of the series, and
1: when he was ridiculously strong, you know. So yeah. Yeah. So, so I like and how hell, it, if you want to like get down to it, it does a that recontextualization that? of like monster? Because for like luffy when he calls chopper like wait monster join join my crew it's like more of like a term of endearment exactly yeah that's a good way of putting it because luffy doesn't he likes cool things and like he was gushing
0: about mr three's robot form like if mr three wasn't an enemy he'd be like hey you're you're a weird freak join my crew really you know that's because it's luffy the, the
1: straw hats other than like maybe nami they're i mean you could probably even make a case for nami that like they're a group of monsters, basically. Like in one way or another.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, even Mo- like Nami has a weird, you know, sixth sense for the weather. Um, Us- like, but yeah, she and Usopp are definitely the least monsterish. But yeah, Zoro and Sanji are also pretty crazy strong. Um. Like Zoro's just fucking his will and endurance. Like he he almost cut off his feet. <laughs> he's a monster. But anyway, a uh, Wapole comes in. Um, Dalton was dug out of the snow and he's uh, dying. Um, and <laughs> we get a, like, I guess I mentioned it to you before. I think it was. was I think it was off uh, recording. Maybe it was earlier. Maybe it was earlier in the podcast. But like we we get a great like a, a little brick joke where Luffy gum gum bull and then. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, like, seven or eight chapters of Flashback. Lit! <laughs> it's just, like... And it's a really good spread of him punching Woppo in the fucking face. But, like, I don't, it's just... It's just a, a weird bookend to the fuck To this Flashback, which... Hmm. Is it the best Flashback so far? The Nami one was really good, too, yeah. though. So I, it's hard I'm trying to try to... And the Sanji one was also yeah, good. Yeah, like,
1: I don't know. This one might be more personal... Or, like, personally relatable. Just because it tackles, um... Just sort of, like this idea of um like like just insecurity and sort of like discrimination which is... yeah in- a few yeah in-
0: insecurity, dis- discrimination to um hope um yeah you know, st- well status if you count the waffle
1: stuff um, but in, kind in of, saying that um, though i probably still prefer the nami flashback. legacy <laughs> even that's though that, that's more no, of like uh, a, i don't know like, this is also a, very much so a tug at really a lot of the, i'd probably say all the flashbacks are like tug at your heartstrings flashbacks <laughs> or at least like with the, the straw yes. the straw hat flashback yeah yeah and well, they bo- the, both this one and the Nami one made me cry t-
0: twice, but I think the Nami one made me cry harder, so I might have to give the slight edge to that one. But this one's this one's also really good because <laughs> they because we get introduced to fucking Hiroluck, who's the shitty doctor, um, and he's just like you know, but he, he doesn't he he steals money. <laughs> Don't make a fuss such a fuss over a burning house. <laughs> oh, and I didn't notice that he like the for his fucking first page, no second page if you count the silhouette before. Uh, he's coughing up blood which, uh, becomes important later, but, um, but he's just, like, he's just, like, he's just, he's like a gorilla doctor busting into houses and forcing, uh, his medicine onto people because they won't accept it otherwise. <laughs> like, he fucking shoots the wife <laughs> with an Anastasia pistol, but he's just, I love this is a panel of her just, like, let me treat you, bang! <laughs> It's so fucking stupid. I love it. He just like comes in, well, because he's like the opposite of Kareha. Like he heals people for free, but he's shit at it. Kareha's a great doctor, but of course she takes money. Um, though they're and it, well, he's like like they're both like. Hmm. I mean, they're both kind of... They both can be mean and nice, though, so... But yeah, Herolic wants to... He wants to save the kingdom with his medicine, because the kingdom is suffering under this tyrant, and, you know, everyone... Like, no one knows what... Like, you know, they can't... They're completely helpless, and there's nothing they can do, but he's... And he wants to save the island somehow, so... And I guess I, he explains his ideas later, but um, he does run into Chopper, and he, he wants to heal him, but Chopper is, of course, he's only been rejected, and so he tries to reject Heroluck the same way. Um, but Heroluck manages to get Chopper to lower his guard. And this is the first part I cried, when Chopper wakes up, and he bites into the bread, and he starts crying because he's finally been accepted by someone. <laughs> Chopper. Uh, did you have any thoughts about herlock or this opening bit so far? I
1: mean, yeah, he's a weirdo.
0: Did you say... Sit- yep, yep. So, um, I like when he first, like, is talking to Chopper, and he's like, um... So what if you can talk? That's nothing to brag about. Like, he's kind of like, he's, he's like, he's rudely putting Chopper's ability to speak as he's normalizing and he's like, oh, that's not special. I can talk even better. Like, he's putting him on the same level. Like, he's being a little mean about it, but he's also like making, trying to make Chopper less awkward, you know, because he's like, I'm a reindeer. I'm not supposed to talk. But, um, here looks like, you know, here looks very good and connecting to him because Chopper, uh, poor Chopper has had a rough life so far. Um, Also, he says that the name Tony comes from uh, Tonaki? Tonakai? I think it's supposed to be Tanuki. I don't, or maybe, maybe, oh no, Tonakai does mean reindeer, okay, oh, I see now, I understand, I'm an idiot, um, cause I, well, cause he gets called Tanuki, like, ra- the raccoon thing, because he's small, like, that's a, that's a thing, cause he, cause when he's big, he gets called a gorilla, when he's small, he gets called a Tanuki, and when he's in his, then, but he's a reindeer, so it's, it's, it's a, I, I'm, I'm mixing it up with later gag, so that's, not my bad, um, and I didn't know that Tonakai meant reindeer, so, yep, Chopper gets a name, Oh, and then we get a really interesting part where um, we cut to Wapol and Dalton and see what they're up to. And, you know, they're, 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 oh, yeah, we, we, uh, you know, we, uh, the, their idea of leadership is that it's a, it's a strong leadership, you know, we're, we're pressing the people to keep them in control um, and stuff. But Dalton flashes back to meeting a certain uh, little girl at a certain Council of Kings Um, Well, the first panel is really interesting uh, because it's like, oh, this revolutionary named Dragon is spreading his ideas. In five or six, years. and it's like, hey,
1: that face looks familiar. <laughs> in five or six years, well, what's the flashback f- about six years ago? Hmm. <laughs> yep. And now
0: he's so he, you know, he's suggesting that he'll be a formidable enemy of the government, and now he's a wanted man. And also, this is um, remember I mentioned the um, there was Nami opened up the paper at the start of the Logtown arc, and she's like, oh, a coup d'état in Vera. The world is in such turmoil. Um, Dragons, a revolutionary, the kind of person who would start a coup d'état. So it's, like, the reference that the world is, like, having, like, lots of coup d'etats and revolts, um, in the same arc we get introduced to Dragon, and now we're finding out that he's a revolutionary, and he's spreading ideas that threaten this council of kings. So it's like, oh, yeah, Oda had that in mind back in Logtown. Good to know. (laughs) Um, so yeah, it's just, like, everything can
1: be foreshadowing. (laughs) Yeah, and this is also where I talked about, like, a lot of, like, more stuff going on with background characters, because you get a little more, like, not much elaboration, but, like, a tiny little bit more going into Dragon.
0: Yeah, we get, like, a a, a reference to him, like, and it's it's, it's this big fucking photo that's just, like, very eye-catching, and it's like, oh, shit, like, you know, like, we're so we do get a little, a tidbit more about him, but, like, and it's used to, like, character. Waffle doesn't give a shit, like, we won't suffer at the hands of outsiders, Uh uh-huh. Um, whoops, oh oh, no, pirates gotta run! And then, of course, we we get a brief introduction to, um, the king of Alabasta, Cobra, who's, he's arguing with Lawful. Of course, summer and winter don't mix, uh, winter and, you know, sand and snow, um, and then we get like Vivi being. She's, you know, at that age, at age 10, she was. She still had that reservation and ability to control herself that she impressed on Luffy at the start of the arc. Um, and avoided a war because, like, because Wobble's this fucking big child, uh, this spoiled brat, and Vivi's at age 10. And that's what. And that, that is, like, Dalton's like, what the fuck? Like, I'm following this shithead over <laughs> when, uh, you know, Vivi exists and is like so strong like and of course that's where is you know his issues come are his, his starting to form with uh yeah it's good just a, like like because it's like it's world building but it's also character building and conflict is it's good so anyway here then introduces like a, another idea of the arc that i was thinking on um sort of like how i took it was like hope and because like you know the country has been like oppressed by the shithead for so long and you know the, the everyone's heart like because that's the thing is like here isn't a doctor of the body he's a doctor of the heart because like actually if you if you do research into like hi- historical doctoring like witch doctors and stuff they like were there to kind of like fix morale more than actual like doctoring and stuff, because, like, if you're, like, people who are depressed actually get, I think they get sick more, I have to do research into that, but, like, if your heart, if, like, if you are not in good, like, mental health, like, you will get sick more, like, this is actually, like, a thing, and so, and that's what Hero luck is, he is a doctor of the heart, and he wants to, so he wants to cure the country's morale because he himself, like, like, the way, because we find out, like, because he says that, like, he talks about a thief that, uh, saw cherry blossoms and, uh, got the, the world, you know, he, he got cured, so there's a cure for everything, but, um, as we found out oh uh, i'm just explaining i don't know did you have any thoughts on this before i keep no. going or okay i sorry okay just just because people are like oh craft so if you're just interrupting math whiz, and i'm like well i mean you, you say stuff sometimes but like obviously i have more thoughts
1: i've been sitting on this material well, yeah, for like longer, this is my first time so, going through so of course i'm not going to pick up on everything so like for a lot of this for me yeah, it's like yeah well, this c- stuff was cool good to know but like i'm not picking up on the themes well, but then right like way. later
0: on we found out that Hero luck is like well, hey Hero luck was the thief who saw the the cure all of cherry blossoms Uh, but uh he's he's not actually cured he's still like he coughed up blood in the first in the second page he was on he's still sick and like that's the thing at the end of the 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 flashback he's dying of his sickness uh the poison and then he blows himself up poor fucking dude (laughs) like yeah but like so the way i see it is that like um you know his disease wasn't cured, but what was ki- like, um, because he was like freaking out about the fact that he was going to die. Because uh, he he says like, because he's describing himself in the story. He says he went he nearly went mad when he learned that he was going to die. But then he saw this the, the cherry blossoms. And his, like, I, the way I see it is that his will to live was restored, you know, even though, like, everyone dies, but he, he was, you know, decided to have hope and live more, and now, like, the, because he's done that, now he's, like, in, in inspiring Chopper with those very same ideas, like his, you know, th- to go back to the familiar aspect, his quote-unquote son, so it's like, you know, and now, yeah, sure, Chopper, so I don't, like, yeah, Chopper is, you know, he th- he also believes disease to be incurable, but here, like, did die of an incurable disease, but maybe, I don't know, maybe there will be a cure eventually. So, yeah, but um, it's it's good. It's, it, I li- <laughs> it, it tugs at the heartstrings a little bit because I like that idea. And though, I, I guess I also want to mention that because um, I feel like, because I think I've seen people like misinterpret the moment and think that he was actually cured. Um, I guess they forgot that he wasn't. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, oh, well, it, it's just a couple of people, though. So, but a hero- Chopper becomes HeroLux's apprentice, and they pal around for about a year um did you have anything else to say no just uh, look flip these flipping i do pages. like the
1: the one where it's just a full like not a two-page spread but it's it's a solid page of just just a good montage of like moments between
0: yeah with no dialogue just like they're the hip yep, they're chopping firewood they're doing science they're running from townspeople they're it's just it's just good and they're so cute and having fun and then chopper's uh healed so he's like okay Bye. Um, you don't need to be here. And but he has he chase him off because he's going to die and he doesn't want Chopper to <laughs> see it.
1: And it's sad. And I like it also because like it it's sort of similar to like what we saw with Kobe way back when, where like um you could say that like maybe Chopper's sort of developing this kind of like Chopper had no friends and now like he has this one friend and so he's become kind of dependent on the doctor. So yes, like, he he does and need to go off so... on his own and um so like obviously. If the doctor should Choppers die, even then, more needy than then like yet, that'll yeah. Break his heart. Yeah, he he can't stay. That'll be it for Chopper. No more. And
0: and Chopper is even more needed than Cody because, like, Cody has or Kobe has his like purpose, um, to be a Marine and a connection to Luffy. But he also has to, he also needs to find on, learn to fight on his own. Chopper, he does need to learn to, to to be, you know, himself. But like, he the the one person he's connected to in his life is now just another betrayer. And so, like, the poor fucking reindeer. Um, but yeah, it's of course it makes sense once you like what here like doesn't obviously doesn't want to do that but he's he doesn't have a long left yeah, and so. i do think
1: it's also the the one panel where he like headbutt something or whatever and he's like look doctor i'm hurt so like that's his way like he wants to stay with the doctor. he's like if i'm yeah, cured then i just got to hurt myself again and then the doctor shoots at him because like no you can't inflict self-harm on yourself because that's not gonna you need to take care of yourself chopper right right because chopper is not it's it's that tough love yeah. where he's like i'm getting rid of you i'm pushing you away so you can grow and be better because then you get that you get the panel of just yes. him him and crying of and chopper like, eventually, forgive me
0: then um but chopper does eventually get a uh, an idea and he's just like I love how like he resolutely he like he runs into the tree and he, his expression doesn't even change he just gets up and he keeps going to find the mushroom and a f- the fucking uh Heroic was like the flag represents faith and freedom and chopper sees the, the skull uh, and crossbones in the book and it's like this mushroom
1: faith freedom rejecting the impossible <laughs> It's poisonous. Oh, it's a Charter. poisonous mushroom and the doctor eats it because and he even fucking
0: meets his like old family and so you like and they and he he fights them briefly and loses an he, he loses an antler but gets it reattached. Like you actually see the metal like attaching part on his in the present. Um, uh, it's so good. But yeah, Chopper, he got the mushroom, you know, like, even though he, he, he's very much like here, like uh, how Kareha puts it, they're both clumsy, you know, even though he, uh, he doesn't know anything about medicine, he's, he's got the, the heart to ke- to help people and, you know, cure them. So, cause, well, that's the thing. Well, that's like what I thought was really interesting about the juxtaposition between Kareha and Hiruluk is that like, Hiruluk doesn't accept money, you know, cause yeah, he's a shitty doctor, but you don't, the, like, you know, his, his treatment is spreading, you know, hope. And optimiz and you know helping people just like you know by you know helping their hearts and that doesn't cost anything and maybe it's a cheesy message but it's I like it. You know, it doesn't cost anyone to give someone hope, like, and that's, that's, I think, I think it's good, and because that's, that's, yeah, and b- by doing that, he saved Chopper, and made, a, you know, someone who can be, uh, he's a doctor with the, uh, the heart of Luck and the capabilities of Koreha, you know, he's able to do both, and be better, so, to surpass his, the, his uh, predecessors, and, uh it's so good, because that's the thing, it's like, Luck also, as we find out later with the, the Ishii 20, the doctors that Waple has is like they they help Dalton free of charge because of Hero Luck. Like he is able to like like um he he does work to save the country um like so you know he he's his actions are reasonable and yeah. But yeah, Hero Luck tells asks Korea to teach Chopper and also he gives her her, her the dust. The that um for the his uh his cure for the country um and of uh, of and then Heralok hears that the uh, doctors are sick, all of them. Uh, did you or did I pass up anything? Or no? Okay, cool. So yeah, like breaks into the castle with guns and bombs. <laughs> like I'm a doctor. Boom. <laughs> and then he does not follow the the Hi- Hi- Oath at all. Um, but yeah, Kareha finds Chopper, tells him that his mushroom is poisonous. Um, and that Chopper needs to. You know he needs he needs medical skills if he wants to actually cure anyone like so it, it, there's like yeah there there's the two extremes you know Hiruk has no medical skills but he thinks every disease can be cured but you know not obviously not everything can be cured so Korea has to give him some of that reality the chopper still has the hope like he, he at the after the Hiruk stuff he he waves the flag and at, tells Korea that he still wants to he wants to he wants to be a doctor that can cure everything and so yeah. Cool. that's because that's his ambition all the straw hats have to have a goal and chopper wants to be a doctor who can cure everything but yeah, here like reaches the castle um and you know the doctors are the doctors are fine so he you know he, he yeah he gives himself up he's you know he doesn't and he gives his these this, this is a very quotable line um a lot of people love this one because you know when does a man die um when they eat poison soup when they're shot when they're when they get get sick? No, it's when they're forgotten. And that's, like, that goes to it. that's an idea that, um, it was also there in Log Town. so I feel like I, because I, I, I thought about it more, and it's, like, kind of been present so far, but just the idea of, like, inherited will, um, so with Sanji, you know, Zeph gave, you know, he, he gave everything to Sanji so that Sanji could achieve the dream. He inherited, uh, will, Zeph's will to find the all blue. Um, Chopper inherited Hirolux's will to cure the, the hearts of people. Um, and, you know, cure all diseases. And uh, also in Logtown, Luffy, by proclaiming that he was the one, you know, he was going to be the Pirate King um, by, you know, it, it, you know, being as free as possible on, you know, when literally being captured by Buggy, you know, he in, like, the, the fucking world, you know, destiny started to save him after that point. So it's like, it's, it's a running, because like, look at Roger's speech. Right after that happened, like, he he Roger directly mentions inherited will. And, the you know, as long as people fight for freedom, you know, so it's, like, it's a recurring idea. Yeah, and you also um, have, you have an, the same thing here, with like, Zoro like, and Kuina. Ah, oh, fuck, I didn't think... I was thinking about uh, Kuina's dad for some reason, not Kuina herself. Yeah, that's a good... F- You're right, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a recurring idea, and here he is kind of, like, you know, a man doesn't got, die until he is forgotten. You know, Roger... Will, you know, Zeph, even if Zeph died, Sanji would still remember him, uh, you know, that Will will continue to be inherited, and here it is again with Herluck, um, even though he's dying, so, yeah. And, you know, his actions do, he, you know, he, they change the, the doctors eventually, as, like, a few, year, few years later, they do help uh, Dalton, but Dalton changes immediately, and betrays Walt, uh, Waffle, because, you know, the country cannot continue to exist in despair, you know, and Hiroluk's actions have, you know, they, they're inspiring change, you know, that's so this, it's a static character arc for you. A character stays to, to their ideals, and the world changes around them. And he also saves Chopper. And I think this was the second time I started crying, because just Chopper... Oh, God. And Dalton's golden line of medicine can't cure stupid. Um, did you have any other thoughts about the rest of the flashback?
1: Uh, well, then, of course, you do get Chopper. Like, he goes to uh, Kareha, and he says, well, there's where you get... His goal, because all the all the members of the Straw Hats, they have they have a grand goal they want to achieve. Yeah, that's and what Chopper. I, he'll make I, like, himself yeah, the... the miracle cure. <laughs> he'll become the doctor who can cure everything. Yep.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I already mentioned that. So um, yeah, know exactly, yeah, Chopper, because Chopper's got a. Oh, oh, I didn't notice. There's the Heroic Grave there. There's the hat on a stick, ah, and the panel on top. Ah, I didn't notice that before. Oh fuck. <laughs> um. But, and then and then so yeah um dalton gets captured and imprisoned um Waffle's still the king for now and then it immediately cuts from waffle laughing his ass off about um you know he's his word is law he's the tyrant and then luffy just punching him in the fucking face and it's so good because fuck waffle piece of shit asshole
1: um see like this is where i sort of you know i could maybe see a complaint being thrown here like well there's this big flashback in the middle of a punch like bleh, what's with this timing but like it definitely does like cause up till this point Wapol hasn't been like I said earlier he hasn't been much of an intimidating antagonist He's, but by yes. like throwing this flashback in here I really can't think of like where else you would put it because then like when Luffy like there's this tremendous weight behind this punch now because like like and that's yeah con- because not, not, Luffy's not on- oh yeah cause or, like the on, weight sorry, is yeah. conveyed in the panel and like the weight of that punch is conveyed in the flashback because, like, yes, uh, Wapole may not have been a very (laughs) intimidating figure in the present time, but, like, his actions in the past, like, his... um what it, yeah, his, his
0: control of the co- like Because it's not just a Chopper flashback, it's also a hero Luck, Dalton and Waple flashback, where we're learning more, like, what the wa- Waple's influence of in the country and how it's affected the lives of the people and the doctors within it who have avoided him. Yeah, and now, so yeah, you're right, that's a good way of putting it. It's like the weight of the, the punch literally has the weight of the flashback behind it now in the audience's mind. It, Luffy, of course, doesn't give a fuck, um, because he doesn't know any of that, um, nor does he really care. Um, Wapole's being a bitch. And, you know, he's for already pissed eating Luffy. his ship. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, he was attacking them while he was trying to save Nami. Oh, yeah, that that's too. Like, he's like, because, like, after he punches him, he's like, I don't have to hold back anymore. Because he no longer has Nami on his back. So he can just fight
1: freely. <laughs> so he's just pissed. See, maybe maybe I, like, preferred. <laughs> um, maybe I actually yeah, so. like Waple more than I was giving him credit for. Because, like, yeah, I did say he was sort of underwhelming. Yeah. But, like, I like this arc K- in K-Kon. that, like, because I've I mean, I guess I'm revisiting something I already said in this podcast, but like, um, like this very episode even. Um, but I like how the sort of like Luffy holding back. I feel like maybe it feels more organic here. I don't know. Like it's never not organic, I guess. But like before, like when like the the like the rock gets dropped on him and he can't move. I'm like, oh, here it is. It's this is going to lead to a thing. Um, but like here, mm-hmm. like.
0: Yeah, but here it's well because it's like I guess with that it's like that just kind of happens, you know. Same with Arlong, even he just like pick, Luffy gets stuck and Arlong picks up. But with this arc, it's more of a continuous thing that's been built up since the the, the last chapter of the previous arc. The last chapter, of Little Garden had Nami getting sick, so that builds like so. It makes sense that Luffy has to be handicapped, but it's not like just a sudden thing. It, it's a continuous thing. Yeah, I think that that makes it more organic. Yeah, I there, there you, you could go. Say. That it's more um,
1: continuous. Like it. Yeah, there you said it.
0: Yeah. Um, and I was going to say something. Because, yeah, like, Wapole, like, as a quote-unquote villain, like, a character, he's not as good. But for the story, he works. Like, he's almost more, like, it's more about what, how, you know, how he leaks to the ideas. Like, again, he's tyranny, tyranny, he impresses his, you know, he exerts his freedom. Well, because, like, like I said in the beginning of the arc, he, um he's used to being able to do whatever he wants so he is very he's kind of similar to Luffy in that way but the difference is that Luffy's freedom never never steps on anyone else's toes like Luffy never hurts people or gets in their way unless unless they oppose him you know um and that's what Waple is doing. He's opposition. He's also like the the fact that he has the power to 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 turn the country. Like he nearly killed Dalton pretty easily. Um, you know he can, because he doesn't care about the country. He can pretty easily control it again. So he's this you know this this looming cloud. That's because he because he only ran away. He's he, and now he's back. So it's like he you know um, the the country could return to its shitty state once again. Even though now they they've been given a chance to rebuild and fix their country, but that that. That tr- you know that 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 cloud of Wapple was still hanging over them, so they need that the, the the that guy to go, so they can have hope again. Yeah. Um, so like he's fine for the ideas. Like I could see like I, 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 as an individual villain, like he doesn't have a backstory. He's not a very nuanced character. But like it, it's it's not always about that. It's about what they offer for the story. You know. So yeah. Like uh, watch Alexander's uh, two part video on Through if you want more on that um but yeah we get the moment earlier where i mentioned that uh or unless you had any other thoughts on that uh so yeah um we get the moment that i mentioned earlier where uh sanji happily tells chopper that luffy is a monster um i love that smile sanji has such good smiles (laughs) like i wonder if maybe it's because like oda draws the gums like i don't see that i can't I i don't see that that often at least not from memory like maybe i'm just misremembering but, like, it's not as often that I remember characters, like, smiling and you see the gums in their mouth. Because that's just natural. But it's it's cool. Um, maybe I'm just noticing it here, though. But, yeah, the fights get started. And... Oh, no, well, first, we get um the flag. And, you know, what it represents. Because Luffy... That's what Luffy gets serious about. The, the pirate flag. Because Wapol is kind of like Kuro. In that he's, like... He's a pretend pirate. He's a... No, he's actually... Yeah, or no, he, he's a pirate who doesn't want to be a pirate. You know? um So he was flying the flag randomly just because, uh, pretty much, um, so he doesn't respect Heroic's flag. Oh, yeah, and then you get you do get a bit of Sanji, where he's, because he's too weakened to really fight, but he does defend, uh, Kureha. Oh, yeah, and Waple does interrupt in the fighting, but Luffy immediately, like, steps in, and Waple is just, he can't, you know, Waple's are we, are we know that Waple isn't strong, um... So, yeah, did you have anything to... S- oh, and the, yeah, we got the moment earlier where the doctors were changed by her and they say, Dalton, uh, did you have anything to say about the pre-fighting or should we get into the individual fights?
1: Yeah, let's just get into the fighting.
0: Yeah, okay, because, yeah, Wapol, he, uh, he quote-unquote, fuses Kuro and Marimo um, by mo- mostly fusing their clothes together and then they're just, like, standing on each other. Um, but, yeah, the, the fights get set up. Oh, no, well, yeah, Luffy... Or, no, Wapol takes down the fl- tries to take down the flag... But Luffy's, you know, he's fighting, you know, he's uh, trying to tramp on the, the the pride of the that idea, and Luffy defends it. So, um, oh, Dalton does get healed, and he wants to go take down Wapol. Um, oh, there is a cool moment from Usopp where, like, he offers to carry Dalton up to the, the mountaintop, though, it, of course, nothing comes of it because Usopp's not that strong, but I like that Usopp's, like, willing to help someone else fight. Um, that's pretty... Because I feel like he, he's, you know, he's changing slightly from, like, you know, because, and he has, like, again, he wants to has like, it's going back to the honor idea, like, you know, Dalton has his things he wants to fight for and stand for, and Usopp's going to respect that. So, yeah. But, yeah, Luffy saves the flag, gives uh, Waple shit, and then we get um, Chopper versus Kuro Marimo. Or, no, Chess Marimo. Kuro Marimo's the, uh, the, the, the just the one guy. So yeah, what did you think about Chopper's fight and his abilities?
1: Uh, pretty uninteresting, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, cause it's like, he, he has, ch- well, it's, it's interesting in the context of the setting for me, because like Chopper, he, he invented a drug that allows him to manipulate his devil fruit, um, in ways that like, isn't normal. Like he's a zone with seven forms. Um, so it, in a way it's actually makes him more of a monster because he, he's beyond other zones um because normal like they even pointed out like zones have like three forms they have their the the animal form the human form and then uh the mixed form like his normal tiny form is his mixed form his half human half reindeer he's got his natural reindeer form and then his big uh human form and then he's got like we only see three more forms yeah we see, we see the jumping point the guard point And the arm point, but yeah. As far as a fight, like like, I
1: I think his abilities have potential. Like they could be interesting. They could be integrated in an interesting way. But in this fight, it's like here's an ability. Here's an ability. Here's an ability. And that's just kind of it.
0: Right. It's just showing off his powers. Like he can jump really high, and he but only within the time limit of the rumble ball. Yeah. So like
1: it's and he has his arms. It's an effective um, introduction of his powers, but at the same time, it's not like an oh maybe it's maybe I guess it's less effective if it's not an interesting fight. Uh, I don't know. I just didn't particularly care for it.
0: Yeah. No, that's fair. It's just kind of like, these are his powers. And like, like it's the arts, like, you know, his art's always good. Just the dynamic, the dynamicism to it and such. But like, yeah, it's a fight like technical, technical, what's going on here? Emotional? I didn't feel much. Uh, Ideological? Like, what's the conflict here? Like, it's just like, it's a fight to establish his abilities pretty much. So, and look cool. Like, yeah. Um, at least, maybe there's something that I'm missing, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, because, like, w- Wapole's subordinates but, um, aren't, aren't really interesting in any way.
0: Yeah, they're just kind of, like, minions. Yeah, they're not... Although, I... D- yeah.
1: I mean, because, like, we've been saying how Wapole himself isn't
0: much, but at least, like, he, you know, he offers to the conflicts. These guys are just kind of, like, boilerplate yeah. minions, you know? Um, Like, even, like, comparing them to, like, Arlong's subordinates. Like, Hachi and Chu and Karubi each had distinct pers- personalities from each other, you know? Well, these guys, you could like switch them, their personalities and not much would change. Like Kuro's, Chess is a little goofier, I guess, because he kind of was there at the beginning of the arc. But like, yeah, it's, they don't stand out a lot. I do really like Um, this,
1: this panel of Luffy. Like he gets blasted with a cannon and he's just there holding the flag still. Oh yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Oh, but Nami's jacket got ripped. That won't come back up later. (laughs) Fucking Nami. Well, Because I like how, like... Because Luffy likes
0: cool shit. And, like, like when he saw Chopper, like, setting up his hooves, he was like, Beam! He's gonna shoot a beam! He's gonna shoot a laser beam! Like, no. (laughs) Obviously not. But, like, Luffy likes cool shit. Like, compare this to, like... Like, I guess with Kabaji and Zoro, he wanted to see Zoro fight... But even that, like, I guess. But he wasn't, didn't seem as into it as he was in this one. So it's like, like, of course, Luffy would be distracted. And Waple is kind of a joke, so like, he's not paying full attention to him until after the fight ends, and he's like, "Where would go? Go?" And, and yeah, because, because, like I said, the, the, it's not as much of a fight. It's more of like, you know, like, I lo- like I love the interaction with Wapole and Nami, where he's, where I'm not a pirate. I'm just a young girl, and she just keeps walking, and he's like, and he chases her, <laughs> and then he eats himself. Um, because his devil fruit is fucking weird. Um, it's just, like, lots of cool little interactions. Uh, like, and like, <laughs> Nami, um, what did you do to my jacket? Oh, oh, you can pay me three times its value plus interest. That's, a uh, 100,000 berries.
1: <laughs> With her fucking face. She's just a schemy
0: Nami-suket.
1: So <laughs> and I do, I do like the, the interaction where, um... Chopper says, you know, I may not have any friends, but I can fight. And then Luffy says, you have a friend right here. And then he launches himself at uh, the guys. And he's like, I'm your friend. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: uh, You're way behind.
1: You're like jumping way ahead and I'm losing you. Just
0: well. uh... I already we already talked about the the, ch- the cur- chopper fight and you're just like still flipping through the earlier pages like if you want no it's fine keep going and then if you have so just catch up and if you have something to say then say it well if you notice it in the pages
1: it's more like I was I was ready to jump ahead or like I was expecting we would jump ahead but then you did it before I was ready and now I'm like oh no now I got to catch up although I did like yeah, the like part I said, if you notice that something, just... I don't even remember like we we must have missed it earlier but the part where. Yeah, because Luffy's already got the jacket. But the point where, like, they're going to start the fight and Luffy runs back inside to, like, because Sanji's like, aren't you cold? And he's yeah, like, no. oh, it's cold. And then he has to run back in to get the jacket. Oh, the jacket again. The kaki- yeah. See, because I really wanted to point this out, because, like, he sees Nami, or Nami sees him come in, and she's like, oh, what's the what's the, what's the noise outside? What's going on? He's like, oh, just a fight. Um, and she's like, oh, is it, you know, is it important? Is anything major happening? He's like, no, nah, go back to sleep. And she's just like, okay,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's tr- yeah, that's true. Because again, like Luffy doesn't give a fuck, and Waple's been proven as not a serious threat. So of course he'd say that.
1: And then they go up to the weapons room, and there's where we get <laughs> there's where we get the zoom in on Waple's just face. Oh, now you're ahead.
0: you're ahead, <laughs> um, a little bit, yes. Because yeah, like Luffy, yeah, Waple gets his key stolen. Uh, well, cause of course Nami would just snatch a key, cause she's just like a natural fucking thief. And Waffles like behind this door are weapons. I will defeat you with these weapons. And uh, well, I love the the panel where it's just like Luffy's just staring, and Waffles just staring, and is he's just like so like done with this shit, <laughs> and Luffy's just. <laughs> And then he just runs away again. And then yeah, they get to the cannon, and he's like, "I'll bleed you over this cannon." But no, it's the castle's in such disrepair; it doesn't work. And the zoom, the Wapole's legendary expression. Like this is, I've seen this used as a reaction image on 4chan a lot because it's just so,
1: yeah, it's so I so good. Like, it's just the the big eyes and this the the closed mouth is just like it's just like like oh like no. just seeing that it just looked very, yeah. I, I would have been surprised if this had not been a meme at any point because it's just it's too meme like the zoom that's like that's a that's a modern day meme classic right there like that's exactly see i feel it's i feel so like sometimes perfect. one Piece's humor is very like oh if we are louder then it's funnier and um like you know obviously in manga that doesn't necessarily that's not necessarily a, as much of a problem but like you know you see people screaming in all caps mm-hmm. and like you know big big, bold expressions. Um, and, like, sometimes, like, the jokes just aren't particularly funny, but it's fine because it's a manga and it just flies by. Um, so I could feel like if, if you're watching this in the animated form, sometimes One Piece, like, just moments happen. Like, earlier when they... um, Luffy and uh, Usopp were, like, building snowmen and it, like, blocked the view of the window and Sanji's like, I'm gonna kill you or something. <laughs> but he's just, like, screaming and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's not yeah, that yeah. funny. Just being louder doesn't make it funny, but just with... Yeah, we've said it before. Oda's got good comedic timing and good comedic paneling, like just the expressions and the.
0: Right. Well, and I, I. I, I
1: and the lo- yeah, and I guess since you mentioned the the anime, like they, there's the risk of stretching out the
0: joke and making it too long. Which sometimes the longer, jo- like uh, making it longer can be fun. It's you know it's, that's the thing about humor is it's very subjective, where it's like if it makes you laugh, it's it's a good joke, right? Like that's like you can argue the structure of a joke, but the point of it is to be funny. So it, like I don't know how like how do you objectively rate humor like you could objectively describe what type of humor it is like it's dark humor it's visual humor you know but like what matters is if it's funny and they also you also say it's, like you can't explain the joke and have it still be funny so it's like yeah like pointing out and saying it's funny doesn't make it funnier um so it's humor is like like pretty much all we could do is say like that made me laugh or whatever so yeah um but yeah Dalton is going up to fight Waffle, you know, he's ready to give up his life just to save the island, you know, he's so, he's so afraid of, like, despair that he's almost, he's, like, willing to kill himself, like, so that's some resolve, I suppose, but yeah, he doesn't care about royalty, it's just, he just wants the fucker gone, um, but of course Luffy's got his back, Uh, because he's just, like, he's, Waffle is just, like, fucking putty in his hands, like, Luffy is just not having any of that bullshit, oh, and the, the little moments of Vivi really connecting to Dalton, because um, Dalton cares about the country even though he's not a king and Vivi is royalty so yeah good See, um, well d- during the fight a- this actually
1: sort of answers a question that I had in the last chapter where I said like oh Luffy couldn't like scratch his nose because he couldn't stretch his fingers why is that but like here you very clearly see him like he's stretching his fingers to like block um Wapol's like giant jaw attack thing but like as he's doing that like he's like He's got one hand on his arm, so he's, like, using, like... You can see him, like, very clearly, like, using a lot of force to stretch his fingers. So, like, that answers the question of, like, well, why couldn't he do like, it before?
0: It's Waple's... The force is because Waple is resisting him and his fingers are stretching. Yeah, he needs... And he's even bracing his arm, like, to, to make sure it doesn't... It's steady, like... Yeah, because that's the thing. Like Luffy does does need it. Like that's why it's not like because you went wondered if it's a spoiler. It's not really a spoiler. It's just something you need to pay attention to the mechanics to really get. Because it's told visually. It's never explained to the audience. You have to see how Luffy moves to really understand that he's not like a Mr. Fantastic or a Plastic Man. You know, he, his powers are not like work. He, his powers don't work like that. So, but it's also weird to like mentally imagine how. Because he, he, he's not rubber. His muscles are just like rubber. His bones are like... Like, he still has organs and bones and muscles. But it's it just... It's all rubber. So, yeah, yeah. I got I got you, though. But yeah, Luffy uh, knocks... I love how he knocks Wapol through the roof. And, like, he's underneath the flag that he disrespected. Like, Wapol, being a king, like, he's still lower than, you know, the, 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 the ideas that he tramps on. Like, um, because Luffy's willing to fight for those ideas. And, um... But even, like, as he's, like, being defeated, um, like, he's, like, he's, like, trying to, like, I'll give you status and medals and, and uh, rewards, and then, um, how about I make you vice king? Like, even to the end, he's not willing to give up his status as king. Like, he refuses to, to give up his, like, they're both kind of similar in that they refuse to give up their freedom. But Waffles, uh, <laughs> he's, he cut himself off from everyone, and Luffy's the strongest, so, <laughs> and, and he gets, uh, wrecked. And it's cool. Um, final thoughts on Luffy versus Waple? Yeah, or? I did
1: like that final moment there, where he sort of tries to like leverage his status, but at the, like even at the end, like he still, <laughs> pri- he still prizes his status. He values that over everything else, and that's exactly that's why he loses. <laughs> oh, and of course, Luffy sees Zoro,
0: and he thinks they're bad guys, so he attacks them,
1: <laughs>
0: um, and jumps down. Oh yeah, so um, Dalton thanks Luffy for saving the country. Um, and it also sees Chopper, and he bows to Chopper for helping the fight, too. But everyone- Usopp sees him, and the villagers see him, and they're like, Monster! And- and- and, which is, like, Chopper's, like, bad- you don't- Chopper's- Chopper's a good monster. Um, like, Luffy even hits Usopp for being a dummy. Um, like, he's our new crewmate! Shut up! But Chopper's- Chopper's touchy. Um, I like the bit where Sanji and Name are trying to run, but Koreha- Kicks down a castle wall <laughs> to get to them. Go back to the infirmary. <laughs> like, holy shit. <laughs> Korea might have been able to beat up Waffle herself. No, I don't know about that, but she's definitely tough. Like, she's not a normal person. <laughs> Kicking down a castle wall is not a normal thing to do.
1: <laughs>
0: um, oh, and then, of course, like, I-, I love how, like, things work out where, like, Nami stole the key and she's able to leverage that for to pay for all their, their, their doctory expenses. Um, and of course how that comes back with the cannons that she got from the weapons storage. Um, oh, and I love how after she takes the key, she's like, um, my code is in the drawer. I don't have any guards posted and Sanji's treatment is complete. So don't try to sneak away. (laughs) Korea's is so good. (laughs) I love her. Oh, and then Luffy finally approaches Chopper and, you know, Chopper he 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 so obviously wants to go, like he's even says like you guys can come back and um but he, you know he's just like you know he's he's a monster, he's not you know he's not a hu- he's not a human, he can't go with the with the humans and Luffy doesn't give a fuck because it's Luffy, so he's just shut up and come with us, and that's what Chopper needed to hear he needed you know. Um, Zori's even skeptical. He's like, "Yeah, that'll change his mind," but but it works. Chopper, Chopper, just like you know, Luffy's ready to accept him. He doesn't care, and you know, Sanji already like broke down a bit of a barrier. Like, Luffy's a monster too. Um, it's just it's good. Chopper, Chopper's yeah, cute. I do, I good. really
1: like that about Chopper's character, especially like in this moment, because like he he's got like, well, I want to do this, but he like makes all these excuses as like why he can't, and like that that's a that's a very relatable thing, because like you know to. It's like, he wants to do it, but yeah. he's insecure, and he doesn't think he can, and then Luffy's just like, "Yo, oh, just shut up and do it. And then he's like...
0: Right, right. Like, like I actually Lu- have a uh, a friend who's kind of like that, where he's like, he's always like, he he's, has trouble doing stuff because he's always thinking about, like, well, that. and then so he he, um, he actually, like, for a brief period, moved over to the East Coast because someone pushed him to do something, and, cause, and he liked that about her because, uh, you know, she... She 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 was able to be decisive where he wasn't, and that's kind of what's going on here. Luffy's able to be decisive where Chopper won't, you know. Yeah, because because
1: that's that's, that's, that's who Luffy already, is. Yeah. Luffy isn't he? Luffy's not yeah. a man who who thinks. Luffy's a man who acts exactly. Um, and then well, you get the bit after that
0: because it's also very it's also reverse Baratier in a way. Well, no, no, I guess it isn't, really, but it's, like, it's similar. Well, because it, it also reminds me of the Kobe thing, um, where, because Chopper goes to Kareha and she's, because she told Nami that, like, go, oh, please, take him! You know? But then once Chopper comes in, she's like, no, you can't leave! She's getting pissed! You're my only assistant! What? I've been, I've helped you so much, and you don't have any gratitude? Like, because that's the thing, is like, it's, it's very similar with the Kobe thing, because Chopper is so weak-willed that, like, Kareha pushing, like, she's making sure that he has the resolve to actually leave, you know, and she's, so she's, she's putting up a last resistance and throwing fucking axes at him, <laughs> and knives, and, but, no, Chopper does, ha- he is finally resolved, like, he's, you know, he, he's, he's ready to leave, and, um, it's, it, it's good, and, you know, she even points out, like, who heard of a sea going reindeer, but, you know, he's a reindeer, he's a reindeer, but he's also a man, and it's good.
1: But then there's also a bit of an, a bit of an ulterior motive. <laughs> for Kureha because she says she doesn't like tearful farewells. And then you get the, the panel. Ah. Yes.
0: Ah, Kureha is very good. And I also love the chase sequence. Like they're like moving the cannons and chopper runs through and there's just more knives and everyone's like, Oh fuck. Knives dodging. Oh man. And then they, of course, chopper jumps on and they're like, run. Um, and you know, Kureha mentions the dreams, but no, the doctor's research was completed. He doesn't have a reason to stay and he's got to go find his own, you know, cure all for everything. Um, Oh, and they, and they run down the mountain and you get a big the, the, them going over the, the full moon and i was mentioning the full the moon phases earlier um this is what i was thinking of um oh boy but yeah the straw hats escape um and Korea yeah Korea cries as you mentioned earlier you know she doesn't like tearful for wells. and then we get a good moment where um Korea fires the the powder from the cannons and you get a bit and a big old goodbye in the form of a giant cherry blossom tree over the, the mountains that happen to look like tree trunks, um, to cure the heart of the country, to you know, like to, to, and it's good, it's good.
1: Oh, now, now I see it. Like, I didn't notice that, that paneling the very first time I read it. Oh my god! The funny thing is, um, apparently there's an interview. It was actually a, like a coincidence. Like
0: he, he did not draw those mountains expecting them to be like a chair, a, 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 a tree trunk, but it came about like during the arc and it, it just worked really well. And apparently the, the pink snow is inspired by actual phenomena in um, where, with like iron, it makes red, uh, cl- I think uh, it was in an SBS probably in a later volume. Just to just make sure to read them. Um but yeah, it's good. No, 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 yeah, the,
1: the pink snow is a really nice, a really nice touch. I, lo- I love that, sort of, like, to cap off. The...
0: See, th- this would probably work really well in, like, the anime or the colored version of the manga, because um, that's the thing with mangas, there's no color. Like, honestly, one thing I wish I'd seen, I see more authors do, is because, like, uh, they get their color pages, and, in fact, even... W- w- what about this chapter?
1: But, like, usually, like, usually what I've noticed with, like, yeah, see Oda, the... or it might not just be an Oda thing, that might be just in general, but, like, I've noticed... Um, cause obviously like in my volume releases, mm-hmm. well in, in the volume releases, they're black and white. Um, but like, you can tell that they are full color pages just cause of the shading, but like most of the time it's like chapter covers or, and like right, a right. single page maybe.
0: Well, cause sometimes, it, yeah, yes. Yeah, sometimes he'll, he'll have the big two page spreads. Other times he'll have, like you said, a single, the first page of the chapter and the title page. But what I've almost now, like I, the only time I've seen it is in my printing of Pluto, where there's some vol- part parts in the middle of the middle of a chapter where the colors the pages are colored, and I'm like wondering like would he if say this say this chapter had a two page spread would he be able to get it so that just those pages were yeah, two like, were, gen- generally, were colored like the two midway yeah, g- through well, the chapter? Well, generally
1: it's always like at the beginning of the chapter, but like this is at the very end, exactly. So, like, you know, end the chapter with the color pages that would be kind of. If it was possible, like I'm wondering,
0: like I, 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 it would be cool if he could wrangle with Jump to get that if possible. Like every, like it, w- if it's more impactful that way. Because I've always wondered if that's a thing that some author author has done, where they where they don't just have it at the beginning of the page. Because I remember there was an arc in Bakuman where they're actually like they're trying to do something interesting with the color pages because they have them, um, and uh, like uh, so. But they, I don't remember. If, I don't think they put it in the middle of the chapter. And, uh, cause I've, I've also had that idea in mind since actually it was, uh, Your Line April, cause the color is also kind of, like, uh, referenced a lot. And, like, the, the, main, the series starts with the main character, you know, it, oh, the, the, the world is, is colorful when you're in love. And then, um, but there's no real contrast, at least not in the anime, there wasn't a major amount of contrast between, like, it was only colorful before he saw the main girl. And then it, so it's like, it, it could have been, like, more desaturated before, and then the colors became, like, it's something, in the, using the medium to add to the story, like maybe the manga is like that because I only read the volume releases, but like, yeah, and I would like to see something like that here too, where it's like because the color is important, it reference it, 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 it brings it uses the medium to show that, you know. I, obviously, that wouldn't translate to a volume, a printed volume, especially not the jump ones, which are always black and white, but uh, yeah, I, I would still like to see it at some point, um, something like that. And, and if anyone has any examples of color pages partway through the chapter, not, not at the, just the front, but, um, yeah. So anyway, the Hat sail off with their, the, their, their new crewmate, the Dr. Chopper. And we get, we see Dalton and Correa again, and they're just sort of commenting on it. And we, we get, okay, this is why I was saying that, oh yeah, there, because during the fight, uh, Waple mentions the world government, which is basically they're the entity that they, they're above all the kings. And the, the marines are the are the military of the world government, basically. Like, he, he mentions to Luffy, like, You can't attack me. Uh, you'll have the whole world government after you. And Luffy doesn't care, of course. Um, so the, and then here, you get... Uh, oh, yeah, we, we didn't think about it until he was gone. But um, this guy who was pursuing Blackbeard came by, and he mentioned a straw hat and the bounty poster. <laughs> so you have this mysterious figure called Ace looking for Luffy.
1: Mm. <laughs> um,
0: and then right after that... Um, Kareha asks Dalton if he's heard of Gold D. Roger, because uh, you were asking about the D initial er- earlier, and, uh, uh, here it comes up again, for some reason. Um, though I do love the ace thing, because, like, he he seems like so, like, he's all in shadow, and he's wearing black, and he's all cool and mysterious, but then he's like, hey, catch that guy! He didn't pay for his food! And yeah. he, like, runs away. <laughs>
1: Of course, oh this is the, this is one of the plot details like, that I I have obviously been spoiled on, so I know who Ace is, but I'm not gonna say it just in case okay. no one else knows.
0: Okay, that's nice. So no one, yeah, someone is also reading along, but um, it's just like like seriously rereading this arc, I was really surprised that like this is the arc in my mind like rereading it where like the world really starts to expand because we see the Council of Kings, the world government gets mentioned, Gold Goldie Roger, Ace. Um, Blackbeard, like, Re- Dragon the Revolutionary, like, all these things that are, like, hinti- like, hinting at more stuff to come. And it's just, like, it- it's, cra- it's crazy it's to look back and see all the stuff first being mentioned here. Like, this is where the series really starts to get bigger. If you didn't think it was already, like, a Grand Adventure as it is um (laughs) so did you have any other thoughts for uh, on the drum stuff like with dalton and kareha
1: talking no other than i just thought it was really interesting that again you're getting more like you already said it setting up all those details but like doing it like introducing it here at the at the tail end of this arc like i i love when stories do that yeah yeah like i like i I made my video about hunter hunter about like how the events in the story all just kind of naturally flow into one another um and One Piece is doing that is very much so doing that as well, and I like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So anyway, back on the ship, we find out what's been ha- happening to Karu the whole time. He fell in the water and got frozen, um, and Chop- but Chopper can c- c- communicate with him, so he finds out that the bla- it's Zoro's fault, because he was trying to save Zoro. Um, and he does his gag where he gets complimented, and he's cute and dodgy about it. Oh yeah, and Kureha already had his medical supplies on the sled, so she was expecting him to leave. And it's a party! And he's Chopper, Chopper's its the most fun I've ever had! And Chopper's finally... He's finally with a family. A big family. I love it the so big good.
1: panel where, like, Usopp is giving a toast, but also you've got, like, you've got the inner... This is, again, where just Oda, again, using the... Having a lot going on in a single panel. Like, you've got Vivi talking with Karu. You've got Zoro and uh, Sanji bickering. You've got Nami talking to Chopper <laughs> in the corner. You've got Luffy talking about, you know, meat, talking to Sanji. Like, there's so much going on just in that one panel. And then the rest of the page, of course, just sort of building on that. Uh
0: it's good. It's it's really good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Yeah, no, the character interactions and the paneling, and
1: the everyone just is good. Um, And then, oh, what's this? Meanwhile, back on Little Garden? Oh, it's Mr. 2. Yep. Um. Yeah, we get his full design. Um, he is a crazy-looking dude. Um, like
0: this is where the designs are starting to get even you know weird. Like I said, Wapple was already pretty weird, but like,
1: look at this motherfucker. I was, I was about to say flamingo, um, but I think that's a swan. I think that's what those birds are. I believe it is a swan. Yes, can't um, be flamingos. That's that's not. Yep. So he
0: he's heading back to Alabasta full speed. We cut back to all Sunday and Sir Crocodile. Um, and they are heroes to the masses. Um, mysterious build up in the next chapter. But for now, we are done with drum and little garden. So, final thoughts on the drum arc.
1: This is um like you know we've had some trouble in the past like trying to figure out like where the arcs. I mean, so far we haven't had much trouble figuring out like where arcs and other stories I've break m- off. I've,
0: for me, it's been a little but easier. Like, but like um, with One Piece, arc, here yeah, you mind.
1: have like uh, you know I said it earlier, you have like arcs within arcs. So it's like how the how the hell do you structure <laughs> this? Like how do you how do you break it apart. Yeah, no, I, I understand. Especially, like, later on, there's gonna be arcs where, like, like, arcs
0: you can't separate. Like, because when I say my favorite arc in One Piece, it's technically, like, two, because you can't separate the arcs. One leads into the other. Like, like I said last time, it would be, like, trying to separate the palace invasion and the Chimera Ant arc, or the android saga and the cell saga. Like, it's, it's the same shit. You know, you can't separated. Well, because the thing so, with, like, like um, that, like... how do, do, do you have an arc ranking? Well, because the thing with, oh, like, up?
1: that Perfect. is um like, Kamara Ant is very obviously one arc, or I guess the trickiest thing that we've yeah. sort of kind of dealt with thus far would be our what we classified as the heavy arc, where it's the, yes, it's like three because, different things yes. happening, but it's all sort of tied together by the Sasuke Itachi stuff.
0: Yeah, but, well, because, like, the, the, the issue is, like, you have the Jiraiya stuff in the heavy arc, and then you have the Sasuke stuff with Killer Bee in the pain arc, so you have like because g- it goes back and forth so much that yeah it, it's not but obviously like the heavy arc makes the most sense because it starts with heavy being formed sure jiraiya in there but it ends with heavy being dis- disbanded and taka being formed and the pain arc starts with naruto learning about jiraiya and then it goes into you know him co- you know confronting jiraiya's death through pain um so it's like, you know, even though Sasuke and killer bees are there, like, yeah, it, it, it's, it, it was, de- that's definitely the weirdest one though. Um, how would you, or how, do you want me to rank my arcs first or do you, do you have an arc ranking? Do you even have an arc ranking or, or is
1: this just how, is this just um, how we're going to handle so one far? piece as we just continuously rank it as we go? Cause I know you, I, I, I mean, I have an arc ranking so we can, the
0: characters is going to be, see arc rankings is going to be easier for me. Cause I've been thinking about it for a while, but characters is going to be really fucking hard. Like, how do I just choose five? <laughs> I think I'm actually... Um, like, like, my list is already, like, X amount of Straw Hats big. I have, like, five side characters I could pick without any, picking any Straw Hats, so... Because um, I would say, going from uh, bottom to top, I would say Currow Buggy, Romance Dawn. That hasn't changed. Um, Laboon and Whiskey Peak I count together, uh, so that would be right above Romance Dawn. Then I would probably put Little Garden, because it, it was good, um, but, um, you know... still Then then I would put Braudier because Barathe is also good, then I'd probably put Drum just barely under Arlong, because Arlong, I would still say, is my favorite arc so far, but Drum was really good. It still made me cry twice. Chopper's really good. Um, Yeah. So do you have any thoughts on where you'd put drummer little garden relative to the first I arcs, think I'm or? gonna
1: dodge this question today because I don't remember what my That's arc fine. ranking was previously. So I'll just
0: I think I think our arc ranking for the first three was the same, Romance Dawn over Buggy over Kuro. And I think it was probably the same for Arlong and Baradier. Like you you probably I think you like Baradier more than any of the the Romance Dawn, but um and Arlong above anything else, so that 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 point. I don't remember where you put like Laboon slash Whiskey Peak or Logtown. Oh I didn't even rank Logtown! Fuck <laughs> where is it in my i don't know yet uh, never mind um so yeah my ranking is not even complete um i just write it down somewhere and figure it out at some point if i were you just so you're not like uh scrambling to f- to figure one out yeah on that, the last that's what i was thinking is i'll just when, uh, i'll just
1: have it, i'll start preparing it now so i'm ready for next time
0: yes and maybe a, a character characters notable characters too for the top five of those um so yeah um, but anyway, so, like, again, we're not doing it until, I guess, the, the last episode of this stretch of chapters, though, of course, when arcs end in One Piece, we will be going back to them in between blocks, because, um, I kind of, like, solidified our plan for blocks, like, how it's gonna go is, like, between blocks we choose, uh, we catch up to any, like, on- arcs that have ended if there's enough chapters to read. Um, so how it's going to go is like, we're going to finish one piece and that'll be the end of the big three block, but there were no previous blocks. So, um, because I do want to read Boruto eventually. So how we're going to do it is uh, we're going to do the the old school block with the series we've already picked. We'll have people vote towards the end of one piece. And then we're probably going to do Boruto, um, for just an episode before we go into the new school block, which will be more recent series. Um, and then if if the current arc in One Piece is over, like, we're not going to do, like, part of, like, oh, this is, this seems like halfway through the arc. Uh, we'll just, we'll just, re- you know, even though it's still ongoing, we're just going to go here. But no, like, I'm, we're going to wait, I'm going to wait until the arc, current arc is over, and then I will decide how the episodes will be structured for when we return to it. And maybe we'll do it in, with Boruto, maybe we'll be, do it in between the future block, you know, it depends on how much we've read. And, because uh, we have uh, the next three blocks, so new school, old school, and one I'm not saying... But that's how it's gonna be structured. So, or old school, then new school, then the secret one. Um, but we have the next few series we're gonna read in mind, um, and then after that, it'll be more fair game. And I have no idea what we're gonna pick if we're even still doing the Nen Show, because I I do have a job now. I'm employed. Um, I start tomorrow. Today's Wednesday. Yeah, I start tomorrow orientation and uh, training. Hey, and you got um, the call during yeah, the call.
1: So, so live on the Nen Show. Craft store. Yes, gets I hired. It's a job. <laughs> i <laughs> i'd already been hired but i did not get a
0: call from well work i'm during gonna the twist call. this narrative the <laughs> yeah. way i
1: want it um so there we go
0: <laughs> um so but i did get wednesdays off so we should be able to still record on wednesday so uh just start just saying um I, I i yeah anyway um though though um so yeah that's that's what's going on with me uh the Nen show should still continue this is our last um Two episodes in a row for a while so anyone who was complaining about the last episode being too short uh fuck you um have, here's enough here's a fucking the longest episode we have so far um you're fucking welcome i don't know
1: i don't know the wasn't the arlong like, one a, pretty long
0: arlong was 317 this one is currently at 328 give or take so it's a little it's a, roughly the same length if not a little longer um i don't know how long it'll go when i cut stuff out so um yeah, so yeah, thank you for listening to another long episode, and next time it's probably going to be just as long, even though it's one arc because it's the biggest arc in the series so far, with with the most build-up, because we've been building up to it since Laboon and Whiskey Peak. Um, So it's like, it's the climax of the saga, and it's going to be a big one. Alabasta, next time, thank you for listening. Um, I will see you next time. Matthew, say goodbye. Oh, okay, B- bye-bye. <laughs>
1: And I'm just going to totally, I'm going to steal your thunder, because I'm pretty sure the, that the, um, I'm pretty sure the Baratie Arlong episode, we were at like three and a half before we stopped, so pretty sure this is going to be shorter.